I have no I have no idea what's, what we're doing. Just, um, just launch. There's no we're we're live now. We're live. Uh, people can watch. Michael Malice sitting right next to me. So let me let me just start with saying. Uh, no verdict tonight in the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. I see people commenting like they thought they're doing this big show because they thought the verdict was going to come in and they're going to break. No, 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 no. no, no. He, he's shaking his head. Um, here's what happened. Let me tell you the story. So we're we're coming down to Austin and we're trying to find good people in Austin to talk to. And Blair White. Hi. So, so we were like, we got. Oh, Lydia just ran out the door. Uh, okay. Well, we'll 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 show Blair White. Okay. Joe and Rogan is Blair. in town, and we have Michael Malice and yes. Luke Radowski and Tim <laughs> Pool. Well, so so here's what happened. Um, we asked Blair to come on the show. Because uh, we we love Blair, and then uh, Alex was like, "Hey, are you guys gonna have? Am I coming on at all?" And we were like, "You know, it'd be really cool if you came on with Blair White, but we got to make sure Blair's cool with it." Of course, I was. I was totally <laughs> down. And then it kept escalating. And then it was Michael. So then well. someone leaked it to Michael, and he was like, "You're having me on the show, right?" Yeah, and it I was, was me. like, "I oh, leaked it geez. to him." Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like how he works like, in that we're all asking to come on. Of course, we want to come on, Tim. You're great. But then it's like I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, oh man, this is this is huge. Like, what are we gonna do? And so, and then Joe Rogan calls. Well, hold on, hold on. <laughs> well, oh, we no, had you are the worst. Wait, wait. Let him tell his story. Let me tell. Let me tell his story. We had Drew Hernandez here, who's sitting right here. I don't know what camera works for Drew. Uh, I don't we know, have, Lydia. How do I switch this thing? <laughs> you got a job to do, <laughs> Lydia. No, we are all here. Just do we are this, all please. here, and it's amazing. Okay, so get to work. Get to work, woman. It's for me. Oh. I don't want to throw it across all this stuff. Pass it in. Give it to Ian. Here, here, here. I want to pass it. We're a disorganized mess. Thank you, Lou. Okay, okay, hold on. I warned everyone this would be a cacophony, <laughs> loud noise. Uh, okay, so hold on. So, so no, the way it is, is, there'll be a lot of people talking. <laughs> Drew is here, and he we is. were. I was like, Drew, Drew, like, if the verdict comes in, oh, we... Hey. Oh, it's Joe Rogan! <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Hey, what's happening? What up? Bro, thanks for coming, man. Right here. You're now podcasting out of an RV, brother. <laughs> How the mighty have fallen. Right on time. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Look at that beautiful bastard. Right, yeah. The show is about to begin. Yeah. We got Alex it's Jones, started. Joe Rogan, Tim Pool, Michael Malice, Drew Hernandez. This is, this is it right now. This I is breaking the internet. This I am is breaking the internet. Everyone needs to share this link now. Share the link. A dog bit me. I don't know. <laughs> a dog bit me. I did. All right. I misgendered it. Oh, he did. It's All right. So I'll, I'll, don't I'll, talk about me like that. Let me, let me, let me wrap this story. How did the dog bite you? We, we, we try not to swear. <laughs> Why? Suddenly. We try to be family friendly. We have limited time with Lord Rogan. Let's hear what he has to say. Oh. Well, so so Drew is here. Yes. And... We were talking like Drew. If the verdict comes in on the Rittenhouse case, he's, he's an eyewitness. He filmed it. I was like, "We can you stick around to come on the show?" And uh, saw it, it, the whole thing. Saw, saw, saw the, the whole, whole thing, thing. Rogan. He was he testified in the trial. It was totally different than the video, right? What part? Just kidding. No, it wasn't. That was my turn. When you see people like Anna Kasparian saying, "I thought a, yeah. I, I thought it was a totally different thing," the footage has been yeah. out for like the entire time. But everybody thought it was a totally different thing because well, they would also censor the footage. You couldn't yeah, block because it because the yeah. corporate press is the enemy of the people. Did you see how MSNBC would not show the defense responses? Only right, yeah, prosecution. Only the prosecution. Well, so so we were like, Drew, stick around. And then when this show just became whatever, whatever the hell was going on, everyone was like, Tim, did you ask Joe to come on? And I was like, oh, Joe, he's got a show. He's a busy guy. And I was like, well, hey, Joe, you want to break the internet? You know, Michael's We're not really breaking the internet, bitch. I'm just showing up at your weird trailer. <laughs> <laughs> remember remember <laughs> when I told you, though, I was going to get a van. It's ridiculous. It's awesome. It really is dope. <laughs> I love the lighting. I 
I love the fact you have a screen here. It's brilliant, right? I love it. I want this it. This is amazing. And I like t- it. The, the screen that – so you can't see it on camera, but the screen we have for everyone to watch the news, like to see the news articles we pull up, Pretty it nice. rises up from the dresser. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. very fancy. Like I saw that at Hugh Hefner's house. That's right. Yeah. So, Joe Rogan in the house. Alex Jones, ladies and gentlemen, right about basically everything. Finally, it's all coming down. The truth is coming out. So, Thomas Jefferson was in the Illuminati. Bunch of demons. Joe Rogan is the 46th president of the United States. I smell sulfur. Oh, my God. People are just giving us money. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on, that's how it works, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm already. So it's, it's getting, it's hot in here. Listen, it's kind of it exciting. I like it. Let, let isn't Joe it, talk. Isn't it kind of exciting though? Like, obviously, the world has gone completely into chaos. Yes, isn't it great? Like, we are in this weird position where the mainstream media is almost universally accepted as at least being mostly full of shit mm-hmm. or partly full of shit. Totally right? full of crap. Some let's the most the most optimistic person says, "Well, they lie sometimes." Right? That right. was never the case with Walter Cronkite. Exactly. Or, 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 he also no. lied all the time. No, or was it? Or was it? Did he, right. did he, he lied all the time, but people didn't realize it. They, they lie like a crackhead hitting on a crack rock. Alex, every word they say is a lie, including and and the. Since the beginning. It's reached new levels of lying, though. No, no, we've reached new levels of being able to expose them. They were lied us into the Spanish War in Cuba 100 years ago. Nothing's changed. That's the truth, right? Rosebud. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Gulf of Tonkin, Operation North. It's always been lies. It's always Mass been lies. Right. This is the way they do business. The New York Times refused to report that Germany was targeting Jews. Oh, exactly. So, so yes, we, because that would be buying into identity politics at the time, because wow. Jews were white, and that's what Hitler said, Jews weren't white. And the so government were, knew about it, and they covered it up, yes. including the railroads, which they could have stopped, but they decided not yes, to. There's oh, a wait, book wait. called so Buried... Hold on, let me just yeah. make one point. There's a book called Buried by the Times. Look it up. Yep. And this was how they covered it up, because they didn't want to buy into what Hitler was saying. How are we, how, like, how is it now different? You know, if they've been, I, I think they've been lying the whole time. Yes. But how are we now figuring it out, right? Well, I'll tell you Internet. what's about to happen. They're devaluing the currency on purpose to crash all the world of currencies that's, that's the, and bring out the great reset. reset. That's not what we're talking about, Alex. <laughs> no, we this know. is the build back better agenda, Malice. No, you're asking Malice you why it's happening. Do this. No, this why it's this. more obvious. When a guy starts talking, you don't talk over him. Yes. That's how it works. We, do we have yes, a conch? Alex. Do we have a conch? Yes, we do. A conch to pass around. Let him talk. So you think? This Go ahead, Malice. Tell us. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's listen. It's the Great Wait, Reset. It's the Great Reset. Resetwars.com. The point is, is this the Great Reset? And they're plunging the world economy on by design to consolidate control and kill all the major currencies. That's why there's inflation. That's why there's supply chain breakdowns. I'm just telling you, tomorrow's news today. There is a global destruction of the supply chain and the world currencies to bring in a new world currency based on the vaccine passport. The yeah. issue, what they were asking is, you know, has it has the corporate press gotten worse? And my point is, we have more mechanisms to expose their depravity and malfeasance in real time. For example, if this had been 20 years ago, they would have been in a position not to let this Kyle Rittenhouse video Ever anyone would ever see it. Yep. Now, if you have some kind of hack journalist with his cameraman, one's wearing a mask, one's not, everyone has got a phone, and all it takes is one person to film it, put it on Twitter or Facebook, and then immediately everyone can see it in real time. Michael, I totally oh, hold, agree on. with you. This this guy right I, just, I just sent you a text message right. with a meme. It's an amazing <laughs> meme with Alex. you, you got to look at this. It's one of my favorite memes. 
It's but, like it's a you are here meme. It's all the shit that Alex has predicted that's come true and like where you are right now. <laughs> let me read it, it. Let me read it. Can you uh, get it? Can you get it on your screen? You not through a, a text message. You though. fucking primitive. Tw- tweet it. Tweet it out. Or post Christ. it. On, post it on Instagram. Don't you have a Jamie? Don't have a Jamie. I can't do that. I'm sorry. Well, they'll pull it up. Wait, 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 wait. I can Facebook it too, can I? Oh yeah. Let me just say this nicely. Everybody's right. I, I'm obnoxious and I'm horrible and I apologize. No, that's not what the, the meme no, but is. I don't, but I should, the but meme Michael, is that you're right. Well, thank you, sir. I'll, I'll send you the meme. I, no, I've said, I know I'm saying Malice is trying to talk about how the establishment media is dead. I'm talking about how the establishment's hitting us economically. So I he's making it. a legitimate point. I'm making a separate point about yeah. the, the, the progenitor of the problems we have. Yeah, I yeah. think you guys are both true. There is a global awakening, but there's also a drastic escalation when it comes to the Great Reset, the Build Back Better agenda, what Klaus Schwab is having wet dreams about when it comes in, to enslaving humanity, making people live in pods, making people eat bugs, having them as little paid. Oh, my like, God. Like, but like, they're not going, that's because they're yeah. not going down without a fight. So exactly. once the mask is off, you better get whatever you but can. But we win the fight quicker if we know who they are. Look at yes. that meme. Make that larger. Make that meme larger. Look at that shit. That Your TV's spying on you. Check. Bohemian. Elite cabal of sex traffickers. Check. They're turning to frogs gay. Check. It's yeah. like hermaphrodites. <laughs> it's hermaphrodites, gay, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bohemian Grove. Check. Silver iodide. Not what, really what is sure. That? Uh, rich people using baby blood. I'm not. That's true. No, it's, it's happening true. down that in Mexico right now. No, it is, is, is it really? Yes, it is. People are are doing that. Yep. You are here, human monkey chimeras, oh, I'm which to he that. predicted a long time ago. Well, where's that? Where's that? Where's the? Monkey Wait, you're thing? saying the elves aren't real? That's no, the, no, that's, that's next. Well, the elves like, are real. Of course, they're real. They're coming next. In what dimension? What is silver iodide? That's like some shit that kills diseases. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's true. Yeah, it's essentially true, but also now let me let me let it me makes your skin blue. But I'll, po- but I'll point something out. Right? I'll, I'll point something out about this meme. The TV's spying on you, Alex. You were pointing these things out because they were happening. The turning the frogs gay that was atrazine. I believe that's a pesticide, right? And that was messing with the endocrine systems of frogs, which was causing weird deformities. I was just covering a Berkeley study, yeah. But yeah, it, yeah. it was more turning, their, changing their gender, and it wasn't making them... But here's the deal. I'll be here for five hours. Joe's got to go to his show. Then why are you yelling? <laughs> <laughs> That's how he talks normally. You have a microphone. That's how he talks normally. I, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. I am the Alex Whisperer. You should see him okay. in church. Take the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to hear what Joe Rogan has to say. Joe's nice to say nice things about me, but Joe's also predicted a lot of stuff that came true. What did I predict? You predict? Oh my God! Have you watched your earlier comedy? I don't think I. Pre- oh, probably not. Maybe. Okay, I remember yeah. in like 1999, I just met Joe before like gone to dinner with him and like this producer I know, and, and then I go to see him at the, at the Cap City Comedy Club now defunct. And he goes up and he goes, let me tell you what's going to kill the corporate media in Hollywood and everybody. It's going to be the Internet. It was the first yes. guy I heard say this. 100%. He goes, there's no way they can compete with the Internet. He did this whole freaking rant, and it was all true. And then he went on to say, but the sucky part about technology is, is they claim we all these jets and suits and jet packs and yeah. all this great stuff, but Hold instead on. your cell phone craps out when you're behind a bush. Yeah. Right. The this problem, is, like, this is like, uh, you ever see that movie Talladega Nights where he says, like, you ain't first, you last? Yeah. He's like, I was high when I said that. <laughs> Same answer. You know, my problem is, go, I, I feel like corporate media is no longer NBC, ABC. Now it's Google. And oh, Alphabet of course. And Facebook. That's a question. Facebook. Yeah. It's, well, in, a, in a way, it's but worse. But Facebook look, is worse than we, ABC. But it's it all needs to be decentralized. It needs to be decentralized. Yes, yes sir. Absolutely. There needs to be decentralized, uh, open communication where people need to find out what the fuck is really going on. We're, we're finding that through... All these corporate, com- all these like internet companies, whether it's Google or 
whether it's Facebook or Instagram, if they can just censor you based on ideology, then you don't have freedom of speech because they're the primary means that people communicate. So until we accept that there is some sort of utility, it's not as simple as it's a private company, when it's literally one of the main two or three ways that human beings share ideas across the planet fucking Earth, it's bigger than just a company. And, and I don't know what the solution to that is, but we have to have that conversation. Free the software. Yeah, right I now, mean, I mean, not having that yeah. conversation. They're abusing because, their power. Right, because are. the way it, it censors is always in favor of the left. And J- the people on the left think that's a good idea. But eventually, you can't be left enough. It's yeah. just going to keep going. It's gonna. It's a machine. It's Pac-Man. It's just going to keep going. Wait, 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 wait. I got to ask Joe. Um, so uh, a couple years ago, you had Jack Dorsey on your show. You got a bunch of dislikes on the video. We ended up talking. You ended up inviting me out. And I don't you know. You destroyed him. Well, it's, it's, not, it's not about that. I, want, I wanted to ask you, like, how do you feel your opinion has changed since before we did that That's show and well, to where we're at today? There's a lot of things that have opened my eyes, like slowly but surely, like seeing examples of people censored. And some of them that don't make any sense at all. Like one of the, one of the best ones was Brett Weinstein and his whole um, this whole unity party. Yep. That, that yeah. When, when that got censored, I was like, okay. You guys banned an account for no reason because you thought that that account, which is by a bunch of influential influential uh, intellectuals, was going to somehow or another take votes away from what you thought yeah, was yeah. the party that should win, and so you just banned the account. So now you're making like these ideological choices about free speech. So you're saying your free speech is not as important as the result that I want, and so you're going to ban people. And I, when I saw that, I was like, this is wild. This is fucking wild. And then I talked to a lot of people that were uh, the Second Amendment advocates. They were saying before the election, they were going back into their Instagrams and their Facebooks and finding posts from eight, nine years ago and and banning them for those posts. Yep. That they were going Jeez. deep. Yeah, they were doing that just specifically because they didn't want people influencing the vote in any way. A thousand here, a hundred there. Like, if they could just chip away... Through all these different angles, like this and is making okay. samples. And let's out of just people. briefly yeah. look at that. Imagine it's one thing for a, uh, an orthodoxy to take over and make you comply, but to punish you before it took over is thought crime. Before, I mean, this is mind control. This is yeah. this is this is like in science fiction. This was never dreamed of, where you're punished for behavior before the new orthodoxy comes in. So you don't just submit in the current state. You're going to pay for not. Adopting it before wait, wait, it was wait, the new. Wait, wait, I got to correct you. This isn't not science fiction. This is what they did in the Soviet Union, where if you were on the wrong side before Stalin took over, you were executed with your family. Yeah. But so this has historical precedent. No, like, I know. It's it's my family was literally tortured in yeah. Poland for daring to question it's, it's, the government or not having the proper paperwork when, during a random passport check. No, 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 think, no, no, no. I know tyrants <laughs> do that, Luke. Luke I know <laughs> tyrants do that. What is it? It's, oh, listen, listen. It's retroactive enforcement. Yes, retroactive. They cut his fucking nose in Chinatown. Let me, let me, let me. I want to, I want to counter. This though, because we were we were actually heading in a direction in this conversation. We were talking about how we're actually starting to realize how, how deceptive the media is, and then I pointed it over to Drew because these same tools are what allowed you know Drew to be on the ground exactly. during the Rittenhouse, uh, uh, during the Kenosha incident, film it, and then be a witness. The media could have absolutely shut it down. You've heard it. You'd see a newspaper article, and it would say white supremacist crosses state lines with gun, and that's the only thing you'd know. And they tried it. Drew, Richie, Jorge Ventura, exactly. Elijah Schaefer. They broke that. They, paradigm. You guys were down there. And then to watch the prosecutor try to go, oh, you're a right winger, you're evil. It's like, it's footage, it's raw. Like Joe said, oh, and then they saw the raw footage. Once you see that, it's game over. He literally tried to say that my footage was slanted in a certain way. And I responded and I said, well, 
yes, it's BLM and Antifa are literally rioting in the footage. What people need to understand is this propaganda is so dangerous, not because they're just telling lies, but they're attempting to control the narrative, which is an attempt to control your mind. And that's what's dangerous. Whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, that should seriously concern you because this is what they do to control the minds of millions of people. And it's allowed on a daily basis. And it's, it's like, why don't it's encouraging? Why don't people take issue with this, that people are trying to control your mind because on people, a daily basis? Because the average man would rather be uh, safe than be free. We're taught since kids to defer that expert the front of the room. And one of the reasons they always one of the reasons they always talk about follow the experts. It's not just with uh, um, COVID. It's also with this. Am I going to look at the footage and draw my own conclusion, or am I going to listen to the prosecutor? Okay, Joe, you were saying so sad because I don't know any progressive. I know a lot of progressives, and not one of them knows that one of the victims of Kyle was a pedophile. They all think it was an innocent black BLM and, protester. And who raped the kid. It's not like he had a tr- five attractions. Kids. Five yes. kids. Okay. Five kids. And he was an underage boy during this, you know, so, battle so with him. So it's, it messes with people so badly. I know so many people that have no information about the case but have an opinion completely yeah. made up. It's Wasn't sad. the other guy, didn't he get all charges dismissed on previous Six cases? days before. Like, yeah. Six days yeah, before, he, he had a prison. DUI charge drop, but he was a career criminal. I mean, he went down for domestic abuse, prowling, trespassing, two DUIs, felony burglary, two counts of carrying a firearm while intoxicated. Bro, this is so, cult shit. Yeah. Yep. We're in a cult. Yes. Tell us, Joe. Tell us, Joe. Tell us, Joe. Speak to us, leader. How's the Kool-Aid taste? Shut up, Dr. Joe. How's the Kool-Aid? This information is not based on reality. This is a left-wing cult. And they're pumping stuff out, and then they're confirming this belief. They're all getting together, and they're ignoring contrary evidence. They're ignoring any narrative that challenges their belief about what happened. And they're not looking at it realistically. They're only looking at it like you would look at it if you're in a fucking cult. Sounds it's like a religion. weird left. It, well, cult is a religion that's just like yeah. it's just older. Yeah. No, I, I had a religion. bit about it. Though. Well, like, a cult, cult doesn't let you ask questions. So keep Joe going. Well, a cult is made by a guy, and that guy knows it's a cult. And a religion, that guy's dead. That's the difference. Like religions are just cults that last longer. You, and you know, some of them prove to be worthwhile. Like social and economic and and even uh, moral structures, like they they actually benefit society. Like some some cults, they're based on rituals or things that people learned, mm. and they realize this is a better way to live their life. And but some of them are just based on the present moment of gathering the most amount of whether it, it is uh, influence or finances or what w- w- power, whatever the fuck it is. That's what this is. This Joe is and I left, totally agree. So let me ask the next question. Hundred percent left. I really want to hear what you have to say. How, what is the period we're in now? Because it seems like it's coming to an end. This is Kali Yuga, man. This is this is some weird shit that was predicted by the Bhagavad Gita. This is this like this Guter Dalarong, Battle of the Gods, yeah. Ragnarok. Tell this, me, the, this is what happens in cultures. Like they go through these like these pitches, these ups and downs, and it's almost inevitable. Like it's almost impossible for us with our human reward, reward systems that are based on like animal emotions and biology to mag to manage millions and millions and millions of people all on one continent with money and the economy and the fucking environment. It's almost impossible to do. So it almost always slides into authoritarianism. Yeah. And the best way it slides into authoritarianism is to control the narrative. Yeah. The uh, fourth, Joe, the you're, you got to leave. Keep going, brother. We're so you say it's almost impossible. How would you say we can do it? Mushrooms. Beautifully said. <laughs> <laughs> mushrooms. Happy. Mushrooms. Well, let me ask that question. we got to love each other. We need mushrooms. we got to realize we're all in the 
this thing together. We can, instead of competing with each other, just do your best and give everybody hugs. I'm I agree. So let's expand on that. No, you don't agree. You're why not in this thing with Why the hallucinogens? Why do hallucinogens taken properly create such peace? Why are they? Because they eliminate the ego, and the ego is responsible for most of the conflict. Most of the conflict is instead of thinking, oh, "I got to get this guy back," just relax. Everybody, relax. Everybody, like, look at this. Like, what does everybody want in terms like of, you like, you forgave me culture. three years ago when I was being but a dick. Everybody. And it was I, so I, much I better. I forgive everybody. Listen. It was amazing. What does everybody want in this life? You I want good friends. You want to be safe. You want your, your children to go to good schools. You want your loved ones to be protected. You want people to get by and have a good life for as long as they possibly can. That's what everybody wants. But you no, think that other not. people Most are trying to people. stop no, you not. from Most having that. I, other yeah. tr- people are trying to stop you from having that as a few sociopaths that want to gather it all up yeah, for themselves. There you go. I and forgive small you too, amounts Alex. of people. But, but, but Joe, I, I've, I've had this conversation with Ian a whole lot because Ian's the voice on our show who's always telling us to stop being so dark and try and bring people together. But you look at the prosecutor in the, in, in the Rittenhouse case. He's a demon. Over, overwhelmed, like lying. You, know. you, you see the judge say that was a grave, life. grave constitutional violation. I think and that's been going on forever. It Just has. Finally, we have the internet. Correct. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yes. And now, now we can see it for what yeah. it is. And now we can, can see it. And now conservatives are realizing, you know, the old conservative line about like, oh, if you haven't done anything wrong, don't worry about getting arrested. You'll be that's fine. That's not Conser- true. I know, but conservatives now realizing, wait a minute, when the government, the eye of Sauron has you in your in their sights, yeah. they're going to do whatever they can. To I've been conv- experiencing that. Th- where like they just Alex, lie about what everything. What were you just saying? About not interrupting. Malice. <laughs> <laughs> I was just just the one point is people you have a lot have, of malice for me. I don't have a lot of love for you. I know, but I'm I, start over. I'm not going to start over. I'm just going to say my one sentence, which is conservatives now realizing when the government, which is the eye of Sauron, has it you in their sights, they're going to do whatever they can to break you. And this is something that disproportionately hurts poor people. And the left has been arguing about that for a long time, that's, and they were right. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's inarguable, right? Yes. It was but now the left's all anti-free speech, anti-due uh, process. Well, there's something to say about what's happening right now. Some people have called it the fourth turning. You could feel it. It's, it's energetic. You know something's happening. You see the Titanic. You see the iceberg. You're like, holy cow, the ship is heading somewhere. But at the end of the day, we could still decide where it goes. And I think, to Joe's point, mushrooms, decentralization are ways to start the conversation. But uh, I, I think we should focus on that as well because I think that's the true kind of opening that we should be really examining and looking into because there is something to talk about with so much power and influence here. We could do something incredible here. I don't know about mushrooms, but that NAD stuff was legit. Nicotinamide, adenine, dinucleotide. Can real, we like, talk yeah. about DMT while Joe's here yes. because he's <laughs> giving me DMT next week? I am. Or should no. I not say that? Sorry. No, no. We were no. thinking about it. Going down to South America for a religious retreat perhaps. Oh, I'm so in. <laughs> Yeah, well, I take DMT every morning. I think we should take <laughs> We all take we all take DMT when we sleep. That's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah, you got to be smart. You got to be How do you prepare for your Cacophony. first time though? Because I'm nervous. <laughs> I've heard you got to do a dieta, which is a ten day fast where you basically oh, stop. eat only. <laughs> Uh, stop all that hippie <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Put your fucking woody beads aside. But this is if you're going to take pie hole. Only if you, you don't have to do any of those things. <laughs> have you taken ayahuasca? In. It's the same thing. It's dimethyltryptamine. Look, it's good to have an empty stomach. Yeah. yeah, but listen, what you really need to do is just relax and let it happen. Have you taken ayahuasca? No, I've only taken DMT. we got to do ayahuasca. I've taken... Well, I don't know how to do shit with you. <laughs> oh, you filthy hippie, get a haircut. <laughs> we need to. All of a sudden, I'm at his house, like, confused. <laughs> when do I throw up? No, it's like all these psychedelic drugs. The, the big thing is just letting go. That's the the, the biggest problem that people have. Let yourself go, like Elvis says. Yeah, it's hard to just not fight it. 
You know? All you got. Well, that's to one do of the biggest is. lessons when you do delve into psychedelics is not to take yourself too seriously. Let things go. Let love and the positive energies kind of flow in a direction where you're not trying to control everything. When you're trying to control everything, that's when things get nasty and disgusting. And whether in relationships, whether in government, whether with religion, anytime you try to force something onto someone, shit gets bad. It gets disgusting. I totally agree. But while nasty. we've got Joe here, let me just ask this one question of Joe, <laughs> and I, I want to hear from Tim and everybody here. But this is my real question. After all the suppression of free speech we've seen in the last 20 months, and after all the attacks on medical experts that were pointing certain things out that's now all been proven right, I mean, what does the power structure do now that it's committed seppuku, suicide? I'm really concerned. No, 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 no. Don't be be naive. It has not committed suicide. Most people still believe the news is accurate. Mm -hmm. Most people still believe I took horse dewormer. Picture this. You're driving on the open road, taking in the beautiful views this country offers. Then out of nowhere, you hear a noise and your car breaks down. While still frustrating, you feel protected because you have a plan through CarShield. CarShield has helped millions of drivers from having to pay back-breaking car repair costs. All you have to do is call before a breakdown. Plans can pay for expensive repairs on your out-of-warranty car, truck, or SUV. All for CarShield's low monthly rate that never goes up as long as you cover your car. With a plan through CarShield, you get protection on over 5,000 major parts and systems with just a visit to carshield.com slash carlson. I'm talking big money items like your transmission, engine, electronics, and so much more. CarShield is here to keep you moving forward and make car breakdowns and the repairs that follow just a tiny bump in the road. Go to carshield.com slash carlson. Protect yourself from the unprecedented rise in costs for parts and repairs. Visit now to save 20%. carshield.com slash carlson. That's carshield.com slash Carlson. Most people still believe like some of the dumbest ideas because most people are casual observers of information. So you're saying I'm blinded by the fact that I'm, I can you're, see what's going it's on. It's your job. You're, you're like a guy who's like a tennis analyst that thinks that everybody knows who Roger Federer is. Most people have no fucking idea. Right, it's like the the amount mm-hmm. of people that actually pay attention to all this. So shit I'm blinded by the fact that I'm small. informed. That's a good point. You're, yeah, you're very informed. So you're what's very, gonna, you're always on it. But so most people happen? are uninformed because they're busy all day. They have jobs and they have kids and they have a mortgage and they fucking go bowling or whatever they like to do. They don't have the time. Whatever the normies do. Well, look, 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 yeah. so they watch football. They don't have time to be paying attention to all yeah. this fucking shit on. So Netflix. instead of the normalcy bias, I have kind of an awake. So what do we yes, do? Then? Listen, what? listen. I was I was arguing with someone about the Rittenhouse trial right now. A friend of mine who's on the left who said, "I don't understand how you're defending this kid." And when I said like a few feet, a, 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 a few key details about the case, they said, "I didn't hear that." And then they responded, to be honest, I was kind of just listening in the background while I was yeah, at work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all crazy, right? Like, should he have just showed up with an AR-15 at this protest? Like, why is he there? Like, why? He's a 17-year-old kid with a fucking But then you learn no his dad lived right. there. Then you learn his dad lived there. Then you learn that his family had a store there, right? Yeah. Oh, they really? worked there. Didn't his, his dad, dad family work his there? Dad, his, his dad, dad had a business and his business. His dad, his grandma, his cousins. He worked there, his best friend. That was his hometown. His mom had left. But how wild are these fucking people? This is like wild and wonderful whites of West Virginia. They said, son, load up your AR-15. You want to drive into the protest? You're 17. Like, to take a 17-year-old kid to right. the middle of a fucking protest with a load of... No, no, I agree. It, it wasn't, wasn't a protest. I mean, it was a riot. It was a I violent understand. riot. It's a wi- okay, let's say it's a riot. But Sorry. before it's it happened, it was a protest. But he should have been there, but no one should have If you have children, does anybody here besides me and Alex have children? Negative. When no. you have kids, the last thing you want to tell your 17-year-old is, hey, son, 
We're gonna take you down to that riot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my, my son's bigger than me, and, and he's gonna pop eight. off some caps. He said, "I'm going to a riot. Like I beat his ass for right. he wins." That's wild shit. Like I'm not. I'm just not a judgment call. I'm saying it's a very unusual move. Wait, my to, understand- allow, to drive your 17 year old kid across the state yeah, line. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I like Rittenhouse, well, on, but they're a little weird. Wait, 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 wait. But state, he doesn't state, deserve to go to prison. Line thing is too much. 31 miles. Yeah, but it's still state line, right? I get it. But his father lived there. Hold on. Here's why it's much. Do you know the law? There's a law when it comes to like firearms. Yep. When it comes to like you, do, it's like state he didn't bring, li- a, gun, he didn't bring a gun across state. Okay, lines. state exactly. lines are real. It's a real thing. Like if you right. live in one place and you go to another place specifically for this reason, the prosecutors or the lawmakers or whoever is going to look at it very differently. Just right. because you're crossing a state line, that's just fact. It's like, like you're if invading. You do so- that right. being said, right. if you that- do something inside of Kansas, that's inside of Kansas. If you that- decide to cross over into another place, it becomes a different thing. Right. That being said, the there are people who live in places like Buffalo and Detroit who, and, exactly. and Calexico yes. who have enhanced IDs. Who are able to go back and forth as if it's is not. that what he had? Well, he lived like a mile from the border. It's a bedroom and, and, community. And Kenosha was it's, it's the suburb of but Kenosha. The, but what a lot of people are missing is he went across the border and then got a gun. Right, right. Yeah. He didn't cross yeah, right? the border with the gun. Right. Correct. So he went across the border and then he got a gun. He, and also, he's not even eighteen. It's it's kind of wild. Like if you think about an actual seventeen-year-old boy, they're boys. He's more of a man than any of those police officers. He did a very right? good you job. Son of a bitch with your fucking cut nose. <laughs> and, but at the same Jack time, Nicholson but, yeah. in Chinatown, they cut his nose. But, but talked too much shit. But, but Joe, you got to understand. During that summer, police officers stood back. Police, yeah, police officers literally were told, vacuum. "Stand down, don't do anything." Oh, and, for and, sure. And it's not a clean. That was a huge aspect to it. And, and it's not. And I don't think it's this is the clean. best case to to argue. But I think this is the kind of pivotal point that. A lot of people, especially the corporate media, are focusing on because this is the argument that they want to make to disarm people. Well, I'll go it's, back to they're not showing the defense arguments on a lot of TV channels. That yeah. that discredits him right there. But let me ask Joe before he's got to go here. He's got, he's got to go to a comedy show tonight. Let me ask Joe his his view shifting gears on the political correct wars. Oh, but hold on, hold on. Keep talking about this because okay, this well, is an important fine. thing to like expand on what we're talking about here. Like this is n- it, here's the problem. Here's the big problem. Why did he have to do that? He was called. Well, hold on. Why did he have, have to do that? Why, Why did the did police ha- stand no, up? No, 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 no. What what compelled him to do that? Because there was anarchy. Because there was chaos in the street because they were allowing it to happen. Correct. The reason why people were willing to tell their kid, hey, this is a good idea to get your fucking loaded gun and uh, we're, we're going to like. It's because civilization's yeah. collapsing. Right. They finally but go, hell, let's have a war. This wasn't anarchy. This was state funded, mainstream media promoted. Chaos. Come on, bailing out Kamala Harris. Literally bailing them out with big tech social media promoting these protests. These people aren't getting like detailed instructions on exactly what to do. They're Antifa people, right? They're wild motherfuckers that have criminal records. Pedophiles. They are getting instructions. They organize. They're very organized. Who's giving them organized? Whatever the cell is. So, Joe, what happens when he's found not guilty? I predict that. But when they're telling him, do you think someone's telling him to attack this kid? No, hold on, hold on. No, it's just out of control. They were telling him to attack that car. Hold on, I can actually answer this. He spent his whole life So. Uh, there's something important a lot of conservatives don't understand about the, uh-huh. the, these 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 wealthy billionaires who fund these nonprofits. There will be two people from an organization that is funded. They come down to events and they know there's a lot of angry people who have no idea what's Antipos going on. Since they handlers. don't they don't say to them, "Hey, go attack that kid." They just say things like, "If anyone tries to stop them, don't let them." Respect the diversity of tactics. It's a very common phrase. It means if someone is committing acts of violence, let them do it. And that's bad. And they have strategies. 
They call themselves often facilitators. Yep. They will come down to a riot and then guide the, the, the destruction in certain ways and try yeah. and take well, that, that, that the violence and use it. We got secret Antifa documents five years ago where they, even in Democrat areas, are working with the police and the government, and they have targets they're going to burn, things they're going to yeah. hit. It's all... Not only that, but there's been, there's been, in some yeah. ways, it's a rhetorical question. What I'm saying is, why did he have to do that? Wait, my, We had to do that because everything was falling right, right. apart. No, but right? yeah. so I had don't Ro- elaborate. Don't can, elaborate. I, can I just say one sentence? Yes, sir. Yeah. I had Robert Barnes on my show this week. He worked for the defense team. And my understanding, according to Robert, is... Uh, the people who r- ran that car dealership called Kyle and several several other people because that car dealership had been hit night after night. So they were specifically uh, called in to defend this location. There's four locations, and they circled around. Which people them. are allowed to defend yeah. their property? Yes, of course. Especially right. when the police are saying we, we refuse to do anything. So, I Joe, to answer go ahead, your rhetorical people question. People forget how bad summer of 2020 was like i lived in the middle of hollywood when it was all at its peak and i had to evacuate my home and hide in the woods and stay there for like two weeks (laughs) until it was somewhat safe to go back yeah that's the key i'm surprised there wasn't more of that there wasn't more car three dozen people died i mean joe you left la how many crime well uh, three dozen listen i showed up on night one in kenosha Right. And right when I showed up on the scene, they already had dumpster trucks on fire. Yeah. The reason why I decided to take an Uber from Chicago all the way to Kenosha was because on Twitter, they were already taking bricks to police officers heads and knocking them unconscious. So there was literally nothing peaceful. It was never a peaceful protest from night one. Most the mainstream media doesn't want to talk about this. A mostly fiery, peaceful (laughs) protest. Right. But it was. Listen, I always say this. Kenosha from night one was obviously a riot, but it was a crime scene for three days straight. And here's why I say this. On the third night when I returned back to Kenosha, I was talking to some of the people on the ground, some of the people that had their businesses burned down to the ground. When you were walking down the street, people had their windows boarded up. They were writing things like, children live here. You want to know why they were writing that? Because there was a threat to the community. There was an obvious threat to the community. People thought that they were going to die, Alex. People thought that they were going to die in Kenosha because of violent acts that were being committed by these criminals. And they're trying to paint this picture that they were peaceful protesters. At no point was Kenosha a peaceful protest on night one, night two, or night three. And Joseph Rosenbaum was violent. And night night four, after after Kyle did his duty, they brought up the National Guard. Abolish the police. Yes, of course. (laughs) Hey, but but Joe, you were saying it's all rhetorical. What's the answer then? (laughs) I don't have an answer, bro. Come on, man. <laughs> no, no, I do but, love but, I do love the constant like Joe. Tell us, you know, Alex. <laughs> yeah. is well, like, I mean, he ain't gonna be here the whole time. I mean, yeah, I know, but still, you know. Joe, just he's fix the, the world already. All right, what are you doing? Come on, all right, we're waiting here, trying to guide this thing. Do everything. What was the question? You know, we we you know Blair's right. We we forget what the fuck it was like. It was terrifying. It was terrifying. The world was falling apart. There was cop cars lit on fire all throughout Hollywood. They were they were calling a curfew in Beverly Hills at like four p.m. Or some shit. But you know what's people crazy were just about the cop smashing cars? windows and stealing Santa things. Monica. And they so, were allowing it. They were letting it burn yep, out. Yep. They, so people had this feeling that no one was going to protect anyone. Correct. Like yeah. it's when you look at the way things stand today, we have much more of a semblance of law and order. But when you go back to those George Floyd protests, it was anarchy. It was legitimate chaos. And I don't think well, people have long memories. They have very short memories. You, um, you were talking about, but the cop cars actually. I know someone who rents out a ton of prop cop cars for movies in LA, and some of those were fake, like on Melrose, which is weird. I don't they know were why. Fake cop cars? What? Yeah, they were prop. Cars well, let me tell you, there was, I don't know why there was shooting and burning there. and robbing in Austin and deaths. I was driving through, and Andy was backing on my window, so there was stuff going down then. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know if those are fake cars, but I know that's a fun thing to say. No, <laughs> no I those cop cars weren't even real, bro. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. They were, they were made by the million dollars of property laws. They were yep. prop cars like Alec yeah. Baldwin's prop gun. Well, the scariest oh, yeah. thing, the scariest oh. thing was like looking at New York City oh, when yeah. there were smashing windows and that really like uh, whatever that art area is. Soho. Yeah, they were stealing things right out of these yeah. buildings, yep. and and the cops were literally standing on the corner watching that happen. Like that is madness. I remember watching that on Fox News. They were literally. Madness. This was. This was. I, I wouldn't say this was anarchy because if we had anarchy, we would have peaceful, harmonious trade of capital. Amen, brother. And, 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 <laughs> Luke, and, and Luke, come on, don't leave me hanging, Luke. What yeah. we had. What you we had. Is, what we die. had is is government funded, orchestrated chaos by the top institutions and powerhouses in this world saying, "I want this to happen. I will incentivize it. I will spread yes. propaganda. I will put fuel on the fire, guaranteeing mm. that this violence explodes." Wait, can I ask you? Wanted people to riot. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Absolutely. So I got a question for you. I know I'm not trying to change subjects because the Rittenhouse thing's huge and anarchy's all. What about Joe Biden? Because you early on said he's senile a year before well, he got everybody in. Everybody said it. It wasn't anything. Uh, like well, let me ask you then. What, what? That's my next question. Everybody, go around the round table. What is the prediction? Because now they're in the Washington Post, New York Times, saying Joe Biden's got to go. Kamala Harris, Pete Buttigieg. What happens to Joe Biden? Well, have you heard the things that like they're trying to figure out whether like is it Jill Biden was asking whether? Did you read those things? Uh, yeah. Jill Biden was asking whether or not they can get rid of Kamala. Yeah, like yeah. I don't. Whoa, uh, really? Oh yeah, I, I don't know if yeah. it's true. I just read. No, some no, shit that online. was even that was. I was watching. It was like on MSNBC when before I came on the show. If you, but at the end of the division. day, at the end of the day, like they've got to find someone who could fill Joe. Biden's shoes, but if they decided to have Pete Buttigieg leapfrog over Kamala Harris, it's going to be wild because even like the hardcore lefties are going to abandon each other. Well, like they're, they're it's going to get really wild because the people that wanted her in there because of identity politics and now have a, a point of argument, even whether or not they think she was good or not. They think that she got in, they wanted her in for whatever specific reasons, and now she's in, and you're going to have this guy leapfrog over her. If that happens, if they think the only way they can win and 2024 is Pete Buttigieg. We're going to have wild. And see, I am kissing Joe's ass because he's really politically smart. I knew this 20 years ago, but he's doing it now. Exactly. They're clearly prepositioning Buttigieg to take over. It's all over the freaking news. Well, not being he's the vice president. It's a trial balloon. Because her approval ratings are 28%. Right. Uh, everyone in Washington hates her. Gavin Newsom hates her because she took the California uh, position for the presidency away from him. Wow. So he hates her? Of course he hates How her. Do you know? Because she's. Because you hear Are you the, talking shit? I'm not Is that why they cut your nose? No. <laughs> Motherfucker. That's fake. That's Chinatown. a false flag. You didn't get Careful, <laughs> Alex. You don't want to get in trouble with that. His nose. <laughs> <laughs> I still think they're gonna. T- I, I think they're gonna take Michelle Obama or Oprah, twenty twenty four. No way. Well, they're openly saying yeah. everywhere we've got to replace Biden now. Yes. That's everywhere. So well, I'm asking, what are they planning? How bro, they that Satchel Page thing was over the top. People were like check. Check, please. <laughs> what was that? This the Negro thing. It was well, so the Negro leagues and sa- the well, we yeah. He goes, the, he's the number <laughs> one. I won't even say it. He's the best in the world. Yeah. Did, did you well, see though when the when the judge and the, I, I keep talking back to right now's case? The judge said, "I hope the Asian food's not on the Long Beach port." Yeah. They were like, "What a racist!" And then Joe Biden comes out and said, right. "You know, took well, the heat off him." Well, let's right, be a hundred percent clean here. Right. On this whole thing, the point is he's degenerating, right. and falling it's apart. Clearly, fast. something's wrong. So it's can't not, wait much it's longer. Not, it's not fair. It's not. It's like to judge him, like in comparison to like judging Obama when he was in office, or judging even Trump when he was on. It's not fair. He's got a, a problem. There's something wrong with him. 
right? It's not as simple as I don't like the things he stands for or the special interest groups that have got him into power. I don't like his politics. That's not what's going on here. This is like this is a man who's compromised. Something's wrong and he's deteriorating. And either we admit that and we all admit we all know it or we don't admit it. So if we don't admit it, then China just starts fucking filling up Facebook with a mm. bunch of fake pages. And, and we, we have chaos constantly. You know, I mean, that's, that's part of what's going on, like, with the, the, the conversations that people are having online. Yeah, nobody respects us because of yeah. him. Right. And it's, it's insane. He's the first president who's literally shitty. Oh. <laughs> yeah, poopy pants. Michael Malice, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Give it up for Michael Malice. I think but that's what's what's part of what's happening. You know, it's like we're we're in the cult, and if you're in the cult, you have to pretend that the cult leader's okay. You know, the cult leader's not okay. In fact, have you so seen all the Twitter stuff? Are opening their mouths. More and more people yeah. going, "Hey, we gotta do something." And people are like, oh, "Okay, okay, okay." And so they're coming out of this fucking fog, and they're going, "What about that people to judge guy?" Uh, well, Who's he took three B? months yeah. off for his fucking kid. Like, that's okay. That's okay. People have short memories. Let's get him back yeah. in here. Well, what about the meme in? I sent you today of like the Hollywood guys going, "He's a rock star. He's punk rock." I mean, there's still some are yeah. still trying. Oh, to that's Joe Biden. Yeah, 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 Joe yeah. Biden. Well, Pete Buttigieg yeah. does have intelligence agency connections, so he he was tried to be as the kind of prop guy. They did try to push him, so I wouldn't be surprised if they try to push him again. Of but again, the mainstream media. Let's admit this: the mainstream Don't call media, mainstream, Luke. corporate media, put in Biden. <laughs> The corporate media will be putting in the next president of the United well, States. And to me, Biden is the fall guy. I, they're yeah. definitely going to try. But the problem is they don't have like a clear, like a person that stands like, go, oh. Like on the right, if Trump wasn't around, you look at Ron DeSantis, you go, that's the guy. Yeah. He's yeah. strong. Yeah. Pence. He's reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. Shut the fuck He's what? strong. No? He's reasonable. He's calm. He's made great ju- judgment choices during this pandemic with Florida. They've turned out to be like, although controversial, Ultimately, you go good to like the end result. Good choices. Well, you and know why I don't like Trump. Like business, in terms of like real estate, all these different things that didn't deteriorate like they did in these other countries where they kept the same mortality rate. You look at Florida's business. Florida's business did very well in comparison to like California. Well, California took a big hit. The restaurants, and even though they have the same sort of mortality rate. When you adjust for age, Florida did better. And then when you look at business, Florida did way better. California Absolutely. has doubled the cases right. of Florida right now. But, so. but here's the next question. But whose fault is I, that? That's I didn't get, like, money because I supported Trump. I didn't think Trump was perfect. I thought that he was You more, got Pokemon dollars, right? I, I, exactly. I thought he was more of a populist, better than, you know, what we were being offered. Uh, and so with Hillary Clinton, who I know is evil. But, but now I almost see Trump as destructive because he becomes the opposition to the Democrats, but he's got his own issues. I want it to be populist, not left or not right, but Americans coming together and saying no to Joe Biden, no to the Democratic Party that lied about Russiagate and all of it. I don't think Trump's a bad guy, but I want to be clear. At the end of the day, he went along with warp speed, mm. he went along with the experimental shot, and he's pig-headed, and he won't admit he was wrong. So I'm not going to criticize Biden and Pfizer for this and Fauci and then give Trump a pass. And with, with Trump's base, I go to these big events with five, ten, twenty thousand people, they're really upset. And then Trump right. is so pig-headed that he is still going along with well, the vaccine. They booed well, him. Mean, they they booed him in Alabama. Trump. He got we booed. Have to say, we have to say, always talk to your doctor about what's right That's for you. Right. Don't take advice from people on the Internet. Talk to your doctor if you're feeling unwell and you want to get advice on what you should do to treat Pfizer yourself. Pfizer loves you. Take, yourself, uh, <laughs> take, take, your, yourself. take your booster shot. 
Fauci. Well, said now, they're, now, they're, now they're doing. A this new, show's outrageous. New York has announced booster shots. I'm not comfortable yep. here. The UK now. Re- <laughs> it's now <laughs> it's fucking trailer on the side of the road. Welcome to the Hillbilly Life. Wait, wait. Check. I was like, I was like, don't come on that. We're, we're in a trailer on the side of the road. England is announcing. <laughs> if you don't have the boosters, you're going to be locked in your house, just like Austria and Australia and France so, too. France so, too. But oh, but let's not talk about it because they'll ban us on there. You're right. I want hundreds of shots. And I think I find I think Trump's wonderful. Then <laughs> Alex Jones is well, saying look, 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 I'm sick of uh, I'm sick of fucking Trump, and I'm sick of all these chill, fucking people. Chill, Why haven't you guys gotten him drunk yet? We can't do that. That's bad. You haven't even thought. But, but no, listen, listen, listen. This is going to crash. There's a big difference between someone's private medical decisions. The way I see it is, I went to the doctor. You went to the doctor, and they gave us specific medical advice. Joe, let me tell you, when when I when I talked to the doctor, I actually asked them. I said. I don't want ivermectin or ZPEC. I said, the, the monoclonal antibodies fixed me up just right good. And the doctor said, no, I want you to finish what you've been prescribed. And I said, do I, I, do I really have to? And they said, yes, because if it comes back, this is what we're prescribing you. And so I was actually like kind of critical. And the, well, the media still lies about it. The point is, if you go to your doctor and you figure out whatever you want, I don't care. That's fine. Do what yeah. you want to do. If you, if, if you know, a lot of people have asked me like, "Would you get the vaccine now?" Well, I got Regeneron, the, the monoclonal, so I can't, and it provides eight months of protection or whatever. That's what they, they're saying. The point is, mandating by government a medical procedure for you to buy lunch is fucking insane. It is. We're already yeah. swearing on the show. It's, it's over. Right. It's yeah. over. But but if someone, if look, I, I've got, uh, we have had so many people on the show who are like. Uh, one, one, one guy was in his 50s and he says doctor recommended it. he got it he's absolutely fine he feels great if you choose to do it I don't care what you choose to do I'm not going to pretend to be a doctor I'm not going to pretend to know the secrets of the universe but I will stand up and say fuck the government if they're going to tell you hey, you have to, you're obligated to get a per- permanent medical procedure otherwise you can't work you can't eat food you can't go to the movies well, Tim, you can't go to the Tim, Tim let's fact check this Fauci and Gates came out last week in videos I've played like 50 times people can pull this up and they both said oh sorry it really doesn't work to do anything. We've got a new vaccine coming out. After six months, there's no, basically no immunity from the shot. That's not a vaccine. That's, That's a paraphrasing. A gene yeah. It's a paraphrasing. Yeah, yeah, come on, come on, come on. Like, the, the, the challenge with this stuff is... No, 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 no. Joe, tell him. I'm not... Par- I mean, I can... Yeah, it, it wanes. It wanes after time. Well, we're literally- the, the real problem is it's unscientific because they don't recognize the natural immunity from previous infection like if you have a real infection with covid and you recover you have a more robust natural immunity it's been shown by that israeli study which was 2.5 million people that have between six and 13 times better immunity than you got from the vaccine let me add this let joe finish they're in denial about this this so they they negate this and they pretend that it's difficult to to measure but it's not difficult at all we do it at my studio all the time you do a very simple test for antibodies you can see See it very clearly. If it's a you know, it's you do this this test, you get a drop of blood, and you see your immunity. You, you find out that you have antibodies. It's not hard. If I, that's the case, that's just as good, not just as good. Let's be kind and say it's as good. But let it's me add this: it's far better. It's far better than you get if you got infected. The FDA he got infected. Hold on. He got COVID. He recovered. So he has six to thirteen times better immunity than someone who gets the vaccine yeah. has like two weeks recovery from the vaccine and now can go out into the world. He's got so, better. Rec- better. I say, I'll say two things. These last few years have not been easy on our economy, and with tax season finally arriving, there will be millions of hardworking people and businesses that could struggle even more due to the IRS working against them and pocketing profits for themselves. 
America First Tax Group can help put an end to your worries. Just one phone call to 800-431-5684 and you'll be in touch with America First Tax Group, a full-service tax company that'll fight the IRS's predatory tactics and put you on the path to financial freedom. Their experts can help you or your business with any tax-related problems you may have, from dealing with your back taxes to granting you access to tax relief and much more. Don't wait. Get in touch with America First Tax Group today by calling 800-431-5684. That's 800-431-5684. Or visit AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. Again, 800-431-5684 or AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. The first is that I think politically this uh, is a pit trap. Because a, a pit trap. A trick. You, you walk and then you stumble through the leaves and you fall into the spikes. Because right now they're saying, we are going to mandate three shots in the UK, Austria, France. And then what happens is you end up with Rand Paul, who I like the guy, but he says, why aren't we taking natural immunity into the, into, into the case? And I said, why are you in any way excusing mandates for medical procedures, whether it be a test or a shot? If, if we're talking about natural immunity, we're talking about you going to a facility, taking time out of your day to get a medical test done if you want to buy food. No, no, no. He's, he's taking one step. He's taking one step in this examination of this narrative. In their direction, one, though. One st- no, 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 no. He's saying one, step in, the navigate, on the one step in the navigation of this narrative is to look at what you're ignoring. Yeah, so why aren't you allowed as, to talk about natural immunity? You're ignoring natural immunity. Well, mm. I know your, your whole case is bullshit. So everything you say. Whether you're in for mandates, whether you're telling children they have to get it, whatever the fuck you're saying. As soon as you say your natural immunity from previous infection doesn't count, or you try to pretend that it's impossible to check when you can check in seconds. If you vaccinate someone, they're not good for two weeks. You can check their immunity in seconds. I have a fucking video of my phone of me doing it. It Let me me just say this. The FDA put a letter out last week under a four-year lawsuit, and they said no one that we've looked at over millions who had natural immunity, has ever transmitted the virus, but everyone that takes the vaccine can at the same level. Yeah, I don't buy that. Yeah, I think people just haven't reported whether or not they transmitted the virus. And it's those not are... as simple. It's like you have to, like, somehow or another, they have to, like, quantify that you had the virus and then gave it to somebody know, else. Joe, I'm just going off what I know, I know, I know. different things. Yeah. Someone who gets, uh, this, is, this is exactly what they say. If you get the vaccine, you're, I think it's uh, an order of magnitude less likely to get sick and it's less severe. If you do get sick, you're equally likely to transfer the, the virus to someone else. But Fauci yeah, but just came out and said that's not true anymore. I have the freaking clip. Right, right. After yeah. a while, you're still going to get sick. I've had three friends now be hospitalized that were vaccinated. Well, so so we had... Hospitalized with COVID. Wait, we're, 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 the, the elephant in the room, listen. The elephant in the room, look at the border, Okay. Why is it, if the federal government is so concerned with COVID spreading in the United States of America, why is it that Americans have to go on lockdown? Why is it that Americans have to receive these mandatory jab mandates? But there are millions of people, since Biden has taken office, that have flooded over the United States southern border. Not a single vaccine mandate has been issued to these people that are not even Americans. You want to know what's pissing Americans off right now, whether left or right, is that there are people that are coming from different countries freely over the southern border without 
without any jab mandates, right, right. but Americans are losing their lives. First responders, right, right. Yeah. medical examiners, yep. people that are professionals, people that have dedicated their lives, that are experts, that are now being put out on the street. Yeah, they're, they're Americans, and that is what's bothering me. Governor, the document just came out. I got to say this. I don't want to. The document just came out. The Minnesota governor said inflate COVID numbers to keep the shutdown going. This is what really, really annoys me about all this. Drew just made a massive political point. I was making. And everybody keeps going back into the argument about we should we should all sit under the mandates but discuss the science when no one here knows what the fuck they're talking about. What I do know is that a million plus people did cross the border with not a single mandate, but they are firing nurses. And then people argue natural immunity right. right. and they argue yeah. big and I'm like, I don't care about any of that. You are not going to mandate a public policy on the people and then ban people I over. Agree. Yeah. Drew, but, go ahead. The governor. No, 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 this is the point. For sure, it's a power move. Yeah. But but the why is a one hundred percent? The governor power said, move. "I want a lockdown for power." He admits this, it's all a fraud. This it's is smoking yes, gun. No, it's listen. Smoking. This is why I am so hell bent on. Talk to your doctor. We're not going to discuss. Yeah, why is the Minnesota governor? No, 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 no stop doing that, dude. You are driving <laughs> us back into an argument that takes us away from the fact that they are mandating a medical procedure. I don't care if it's an x-ray. I don't care if it's a physical. I don't care if they choice. want to feel my toes. We shouldn't be sitting yeah. here going like, well, this scientist said this and they were talking about numbers. No, a million people crossed the southern border with no mandate. Firefighters, police, nurses fired from their jobs, and all anyone keeps doing is keep saying, "Let's have a conversation about efficacy." No, I agree. You're efficacy right. is irrelevant. You talk to your doctor, you figure out what makes sense for you, and I'll tell you this: I don't think your mandates are meaningless. Uh, yeah, it's two different yeah. arguments. Yeah. I agree with your argument. Nobody disagrees. I'm with saying you. the the but governor most of people don't know. Most people don't exactly. know. About the people Joe's right. No, them. most people yeah. don't know. Let's talk more about that. Well, Joe's right. The Minnesota governor admits the lockdown was for political control. He got caught in emails. Sorry. Yeah. Well, how many people know that people are? Literally, exactly. not just being allowed across the border, but actually like allowed to enter into the country. Yeah, yeah we got to do that to fly on airplanes. We got to have tests. But if no, no, if you're coming legally, if you're coming legally, you have to have the COVID vaccine now. And again, we understand this was never about your health. This was always about your subjugation. You look at what happened where they mandate this medical procedure, where they have the most strictest vaccine passports in England, in Israel, in Singapore. You see the highest rises in cases. Gibraltar, one of the most vaccinated places in the world per capita. Just canceled Christmas because they had a surge in COVID cases. Vermont has the, the highest vax. cases yeah. in America, and it's the highest vax. Exactly, all it's I'm, all Bernie Sanders' fault. That's what I heard. Yeah. It is. No, you <laughs> know what? They want they want a control. We've talked about this, Alex. Yeah. Right? They want a controllable class. They want a two tier system. They want the elites at the top, and they want the people at the bottom that they could control. That are not going to say anything. That are not going to protest. That are not going to fuss about it because they want people come. Millions of people. They want people in this country that are illiterate to the United States Constitution. Constitution so oh, that they please. don't protest or fuss about it. Oh, it's not left please. or right, Democrat or Republican. <laughs> they just want people that they could control. And what's happening what at this? the southern border is literally proving that right now as I speak. It's not stopping. It's not stopping. This is why I tell people Michael, it doesn't Michael, matter. Michael, Michael. It's not left or right. Okay. It's not Republican okay. or Democrat. <laughs> this, this is why you can't have this many people on a fucking podcast. Everybody just starts yelling. Okay, let me let me lives. let me correct what Sean Hannity just Everybody's had to say. Everybody's saving lives. The, <laughs> the Americans don't care about the Constitution. This is just boomer bullcrap that people spout on Fox News. So you and think the United States Constitution is boomer bullcrap? Is yes, that what you're I saying? Do. I'm wow. saying yeah, I'm saying Russia. Interesting. A hundred percent. If you looked at what Fucking happened, Russian. if you looked Russia's at what happened with the lockdowns, they did not have to use a lot of force. 
the overwhelming majority of people were more than happy to have their freedoms taken away for the illusion of safety. The average man does not want to be free. He merely wants to be safe. And the Constitution... His name is Keith Oberman. And the, you can say oh, it yeah. by name. And the, <laughs> no one's going to know that. Re- Joe, no one's going to know that reference. And the, the Constitution has been a dead letter from, from the George Washington administration. They were locking people up for criticizing the government in the 1790s. It's a complete joke. ResetWars.com there is, and they didn't know any better. They didn't have there is, there, there's, there are minefields before us where they, they, they pull you in their direction. I've talked about how the conservatives, th- there's no real opposition to the left other than, like, the, the Democrats will come out and say, we want to ban assault rifles. And the Republicans will say, no. But where is the Republican leadership? This is actually something you told me. Where is the Republican leadership to come out and say, we want to abolish gun laws? Everything is always the establishment no, left agree, is pulling us in this direction, and the right is just saying, slow down What's there. What's the quote? Say the there. quote. What quote? Conservatism is progressivism driving the speed limit. Oh, there you go. Yes. So this is why, you know, we had a conversation a while ago about science and Pfizer and all these pills and stuff. And I was like, yo, are we actually just arguing the degree to which we are going to live under the mandate? I agree. But what about the exodus of the people from mainstream media? Joe, everything's collapsing. (laughs) Your show is the epicenter of everybody leaving the establishment and going to independent. How does does dinosaur media finally die? Because if Joe Rogan's the meteorite that hit the planet and kills the dinosaurs. It doesn't have to die. AM radio is still around, too. Well, let's just say. Let's keep it alive. Do Let's you know, keep it alive barely. Alex, That's do you know what you how, want. Al- you don't want your enemy right. to die. You want you to keep your foot on its chest. It's like a little zombie. You know how it's going to you know how it's going to you know how it's going to lose it's going to lose its efficacy when Woo! CNN and Fox and MSNBC are looked at exactly like you look at Marlboro or Lucky Strikes. Mm. When the average American regards a, a corporate journalist exactly as they regard tobacco executive. You know they're selling you a product, you know that product's deadly, let them sell it. Yeah, but People want to buy it, but that's all it is. Lucky Strikes gives you a nice head rush. Well, so does watching these shows because you hate the liberals, you hate the conservatives. You get to go to filter Lucky Strikes. You get to go to Flavor Country for a little bit. (laughs) Now, how much support? Filterless Camel. We should should ask ourselves how much support does the corporate media have, and how much of it is an illusion? They don't anymore. Yes. Did you see the ratings? They pretend. They they pretend. The average CNN show has a hundred thousand viewers. If they're Isn't lucky, right? Yeah, but we and know how that. How many of them are actually yeah. like into it, right? How many of them are just flipping through the channels? If That's Joe Rogan farts, it gets five million views. But if you if you like <laughs> if you're flipping through the channels, are you really into it? Is no. it something you're looking forward to? I mean, how many people are actually looking forward to? No, watching you're like, look at Brian Stelter. He's a sack of filth. Oh, He's a fake what fraud. The fuck, are you saying? Like they seek the personalities. All right, I love him. I actually have a sexual desire for Brian. I'm still on this. I think the corporate media is now Alphabet, Google, Facebook, well, Meta. Uh, right. yeah, and yeah. how do we face this in the next 20 what, years? If they're smart, what they would do is go back to straight news. Straight, objective, uh, just have all the ads you want. A plane crash. Have all the ads you want, but have objective, completely unbiased news. If they did that, I think it would turn it around. If we knew that everyone that was reading all the news, like the, if we get to a point through all these independent social media applications and the distribution of information when we know what they're saying is verified, we know it's true. So they have to tell the truth. If they just told the truth and give you a synopsis of what's happening in the world, they would actually make more money. What that's, and they would is, have that's less not polarization. Deepfakes concern would, me. Right, but that's, that's not that's, possible, That's a real Joe. problem. That's a real problem. It's not Deep possible because at the very least they're going to have a bias in terms of what they cover what they don't. 
Maybe. Or wait, maybe they just get together with a panel that decides like what is the most important in terms of national security, the economy, well, all the different things about climate. What are, what are the issues that are really, that we know are real, that we can cover in an unbiased way? If someone came along and did that, I guarantee you, you would get enough of people from both sides. Once it's been clearly established that it's actually unbiased news, I think they would be massively commercially successful. But, but look, that look is at, the at, irony. And they do it by showing both sides. Like, here was this person, that person. Take a look at breaking points with Crystal and Sagar. 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 Perfect sorry. example. But no, they're getting smeared as alt right and far right now. By who? Bunch that, of pussies. Who wants to sure, listen? Yeah, Tim, why are you worried about the fucking stop, stop, stop. But their audience keeps I'm, growing. I'm that's, that, that's true, but their if you're. It's huge. There's, a, there's an issue with this, this idea of the left populists and the right populists can come challenge the elites. Crystal and Cigar were... Sagar, you Sager. son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> My friend, Sorry. piece of shit. Say, say his name one more time. Sagar! 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 Braveheart. So uh, we did a segment on the show. Uh, Young Turks said that you know Joe Rogan's basically Alex Jones or Tucker Carlson at this point. That's hilarious. And, and people responded saying, so is Crystal and Sagar. And and I, when they why left, are we listening to Sink Turd? It's not it's not about why are we? It's about why does he have millions of subscribers and get thirty million? He was forced fed everybody. You, why are you distracting me when I have to leave? You keep going down these dark alleys. Oh, dude, There's it's no just answers. getting Reset dark. No dot com. What do you mean, like? Like a, 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 like a place you can't. I want to talk about Klaus Schwab. Can we go? Hey, Joe's got to go. Make a point. Let me make let's my, get my a point final is, statement from the, the great point? Joe Rogan. It's, 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 I, I love the idea that we can bring everyone together, but some people are just diametrically yeah, but opposed the, but to what obvious. we believe. In. After a while, you watch that guy talk, and you're like, this is so silly. All right, let me get a question to Joe Joe before he's got to go. These are silly people. Let me get a question. Hold on. There's so many fucking silly people. You know, like, you don't have to take into consideration their statements about every fucking thing that happens with every person. You realize they're silly. You know they're silly. That's why you brought them up. Ignore them. No, no, no. I didn't bring them up because he's silly. I brought them up because he gets tens of millions no, of views. He doesn't. Yes, he, he, does he, not. he does. He does. He does not. If you look at all the views, but how many how many individual unique people are there? It's not tens of millions. No, no, no. I'm, saying, I'm, not, I'm not talking about unique. I'm just right, saying. But it's the same fucking people. It's like if tens of millions of people, they put out a lot of content. They have 100,000. Okay, Joe's got to go. Can I ask one question? Can I ask one question? But it doesn't matter. Joe, you agree with them or disagree with them. You don't. If you don't agree with them, you don't have to keep bringing them up over and over and over again. Just fucking ignore them. They're only as relevant as, you, as we make them. Yeah. That's just one question. Agree. Because I, I've been big in the media for 20-something years. You've been you huge forever. <laughs> That's why they cut your nose. Listen, but, but this is a real question. Son of a so bitch. I know you don't want to sound rock star or, or arrogant. About, yeah, yeah, fuck him. Cut his nose. He's a horrible person. Yeah, fuck you. It's fake. I'm right here, Joe. You. You bring fight? it. Bring it. Come on. Don't hurt me. Nicholson. I'm that. a gorilla. Chinatown. You ask, 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 they ask, cut ask, your ask, fucking ask. nose. Joe, let me ask this Look question. Okay, nose. Boomer. We all saw your meme. <laughs> boomer. Hey, Joe. Whoa, I love whoa, this. I'm whoa. generation. He's giving you attention here. Joe, seriously, answer the question. What is it like to not just be probably the most famous person other than like a president right now in the world, but to have done it independently on your own? That's a major sea change. I celebrate that. I'm, I'm blessed to know you. You're a great guy. What is it like to be at the epicenter of the zeitgeist? I don't think about that. If I thought about that, I'd be fucked. Well, it's a real question. Tell me. I don't know. That's my answer. <laughs> Black helicopters. Okay, but you have. But it seems like as you've gotten, it seems like as you've gotten right in the middle of the zeitgeist, you've gotten more politically involved. Not because you wanted to, but you feel like you needed to. Because you're well, a good guy. this it's not that I got in the middle of the zeitgeist. This pandemic yeah. exposed the mm. fragility of our society. That so many people are willing to give up their freedom for this like bizarre fake security that doesn't exist 
Like you're talking about the most the most unsecure thing ever, a pandemic virus that's going through people and then a solution, a medical solution that doesn't entirely work. And everybody's like forcing you to get involved and take this and ignore all risks because they did and they want you to be on their side. It's madness. And as soon as you see that kind of madness, if you don't say something, then you fall into tyranny. And that's what the fuck is happening. And whether or not people realize what they're doing, these uh, most of the people that are doing that are cowards. Because if you stand up and you say, hey, I don't think you should vaccinate children, people are, ah, 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 they that's, start freaking out. Like, ah, Donald ah, Sutherland in the fucking Invasion of the Body Snatchers. McConaughey. Ah, that's what it is. It's like everybody's scared. Like, you can't even have the it's conversation. It's like Kim Poole and you cuss. But here's the, thing about, here's the thing about you and here's the thing about me. When someone is unvaccinated and they survives COVID pretty fucking quick, they go, wait a minute, I didn't know that was available. Right. And you go, well, how do, you know, when, when I made a video like three days after I had COVID, I'm like, I feel pretty good. Like, lies! And then two days later, I put up this fucking, yeah. th- this test. It's like Tim said, says, they were mad he survived. Yeah, they're yeah. mad I yeah. survived yeah. too. Yeah. But you know, it's because they took the chance and they got vaccinated. And they feel like you should have done that too mm-hmm. because they realize there's a certain amount of risk involved and they got through it. They're like, you fucking do it. It's like, I jumped into the water from the cliff. You jump. Jump, well, pitch. I jumped. What about, jump. what about Aaron Rodgers, who I know you helped out as well? Yeah. Tim, I mean, they're demonizing him, calling him a right. white supremacist on ESPN. I'm, I'm flipping through Did the channels. Did they say that on ESPN? Who I swear to God. I'm flipping through. Or, no, or it, was like, it was a sports show, and I'm flipping through cable. What's his name? They called him right wing. Where is Skip Bayless? Yeah. Where is Skip not. Bayless? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, that other football guy. Skip guy. Bayless was totally on with a big, big black guy. And all I know is they go, he's a white nationalist. <laughs> oh, that guy's not a Dang. white nationalist. That's... But this is like people say things to get a lot of attention, and they say things as maybe they even mean it. With that, here's the thing with Aaron Rodgers. That guy, in any other time in history, if a friend calls you up and goes, hey, man, you had the flu. What did you do? I say, oh, I took a Z-Pack. I took a this. I took a that. Chicken I was no. better in a couple of days. I got a vitamin infusion. That's really big. That helped me a lot. And they go, okay, I'm going to try that. And they do it. They get better. And they go, thanks. Everybody's happy. Like, oh, I would like to do what Aaron Rodgers did if I get sick because he was he was better pretty quick. Oh, Joe Rogan did that. Oh, I should do what they did because I'll get better pretty quick. I'm not saying don't get vaccinated. I'm saying if you do get sick, this is what I did and this is how I got better. Mm-hmm. All the decisions you make outside of that are on your own. I'm just telling you what I did. You mean, you, you mean Pfizer lets sudden, us hear from you? Instead of them? It doesn't have anything to do with Pfizer. It's just human us. beings. Decide, it, the influence that Pfizer has is minimal in comparison to the influence we have on each no, other. No, I agree, I agree. That's what the real problem is, is when people do things and they make a choice, they want everybody else but to But you make got the better in two choice. days. Tim got better in a couple days. It worked, right? I, I took... Yo, I, yo, Joe, Joe. I, I was, was taking really ivermectin, bad. and I never I know got you sick. Were, I was really I know you were really I bad, think I was but... Well, like, uh, Ian was also really bad. Dude, it worked and, like, yeah. within an But the, the, reason, yeah. the, reason, the reason I called is because I was like, I talked to a doctor. They said, look, it's a virus. Sleep it but off. But here's the thing. Yeah. It's monoclonal antibodies right. are the big thing. Not I took When I said that I took ivermectin, I said I took it in a laundry list of other things that I took. And I didn't say that first. I said monoclonal antibodies. I said Z-Pak. I said ivermectin. I said all these yeah. things. But all they focused on was ivermectin. But Joe, the thing the monoclonal never, yeah. antibodies are super effective. Yeah. It's been yeah. proven so. And, yeah. and they're authorized for emergency yes. use. It is it's, a it's a totally authorized, and it's, it's the company's been around since 1988. They're not like giving liability protection. That's why I trust yeah. them. Oh, look, at but, the but, but Alex, I also took ivermectin when Joe's I was. Joe's got to go. Let me ask you one question, Joe. Okay. What, what, I mean, one question. No one knows. You got better in two days. You yes. got better in three. I got better in like a day with this stuff. 
Aaron yeah. Rodgers, how fast he get better? He's something he's never even sick. He's well, playing soon. He played. He yeah. just won on Sunday. He played. So he never even got sick with the protocol. No, he was sick before that. He wasn't feeling good. He asked me what I did. I told him. I connected him with some people, and he, at his doctor, got him all the proper medications that he needed, and monoclonal antibodies and all the other stuff, and he got better fairly quickly afterwards. But also, he's a fucking super athlete. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right? yeah. We're not talking about like your 85-year-old grandmother. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about a legit NFL quarterback, fucking super athlete. So the, comparing to him to the average normal Joe walking on the street is crazy. He's literally the elite of the elite in terms of professional Joe athletes. Rogan, I love you. And your I love you too, bitch. <laughs> Joe's got a show. Man. So he's bouncing out. See you tomorrow, dude. <laughs> I'm going to go take a pass on me back. Hey, and Joe, keep in mind. Got a big guest tomorrow. Joe, tomorrow, the verdict might come in. Oh, it's chaos. It's going to be chaos. Chaos. Oh, yeah, I'll be here. Rats in the streets. Yeah, 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 I know. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. That's why we told Drew to stick around. We were like, Drew, we got you. Got to stick around. Constitution. Now everyone's talking. He was taking selfies while Joe. Lydia, Lydia, you're supposed to be switching. (laughs) You're supposed to be switching the screen. Do your job, woman. Now, now, Blair, now's your chance. Talk. Yeah, oh talk about God. some more. <laughs> I felt like I was yeah. just talk high about, or something. Talk about, some, even believe talk that. about some more felonies, Blair. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I just went into a legit vortex. That was crazy. Good, oh, perfect. man. So right now, for those that are watching, uh, a good portion of the career, everyone's saying goodbye. They're peacing out. Uh, Joe actually has a show. He's playing it. And that's why, you know, when everyone was like, hey, if we're going to have all these people, get Joe. And I, uh, he's got a show. He, he's yeah. not going to be. But Joe was like, dude, I'm, I'm going to do it. And he, you could, he was here. I was like, he's he's not taking it from anybody. He's yeah. telling everybody to shut up. He's he's a team player. He let everyone know what they needed to know. And the show's not over, guys. Alex is coming back. Uh, Drew oh, Alex just is sat coming down. back. I thought Alex is coming. I'm, okay. I'm sorry, Blair. I'm sorry. You have to. <laughs> you're, you're gonna get. Gonna be sitting. Ian's gonna come on in. So the show again. This is the part two of the show, and I think we're gonna go for another hour. Can probably we get, more. Can we get me another bandage? Hours. I want to see if I'm still bleeding. Yeah, I'll grab you something. Yeah, can someone yeah. grab me? I'm, I'm, I need a water. As Alex yeah. Jones yeah, so, said, so, uh, you were the ritual sacrifice today, Mallory. Water, yeah, yeah. Water. Somebody get Tim pool water. Alex is coming back, and basically only Joe has to peace out because he's got his show to do. And, uh, and this is when we start talking about psilocybin. So, well, uh, <laughs> who, who likes psilocybin? Raise your hand. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm I kinda, said suicide. No, 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 no. I, I like. Thank you, sir. I like, yeah, yeah, I like talking about the things that Michael talks about. You know, like uh, 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 police, constitution, freedom, liberty. That's my, that's my jam. And um, I, I don't know if you saw that rant I did where they got really mad at me. On, of on, course, on I saw it. I was my porn. My, was, my, <laughs> my, my, my sheets are ruined. It's his People were saying it was because you were dewormed that it changed you. I know it's yeah. funny, but like it's not the first rant I've ever had. There's a video from our old studio where I'm like, they went to this dude's house in Wisconsin. And were protesting in front of his house. They had set fi- the same protesters set fire to a house before. And when the guy brandished a shotgun, the police came and arrested him yes, from his own course. house. Yep. And I was like, "These people will come to your home. They will protest you. These these activists, obviously. Yep. And the police will kick in your door and they will bash your teeth in. And then they're like, Tim Pool's an inch. But it, but the reason the left got mad was a reaction to the right. The right was like, "Look at this epic rant from Tim Pool. Yeah. He's like saying that that the law, federal law enforcement went for James O'Keefe." I, w- I was surprised. You know what's really funny about this is when, when that with that rant, the left came out angry at me, and I'm like, I was literally saying, I, I literally abolished the police. I was like, 
Abolish the police like the feds kicked in James O'Keefe's stores as federal law enforcement. They leaked his, his privileged legal communications. This is a violation of every core tenet this country is supposed to believe in. Right. Your privileged access to legal assistance. And then the left was like, haha, he's bad. That's fascism. And I'm like, I thought oh I was agreeing <laughs> yeah. with Wait, you. I want to ask Drew a question, Mr. Constitution. Uh, given what you saw in Kenosha, what is your perspective on the police? Uh, my perspective is that the police uh, are going to have to start making some serious decisions soon. Because if they're not going to sign aside with their constitutional oaths, um, they are literally betraying the American people. So I think when police are getting into that type of territory, they're going to start enforcing a police state. Yeah. So I think right now where we are with the advent of uh, Marxism, cultural Marxism um, becoming mainstream, I think uh, the excuse when police come out and say, I'm just doing my job, is what the Nazis said. Mm. So I think right yep. now uh, that is a crime against humanity. And I think when police aren't, uh, having the will to say, you know what, I'm not going to enforce this. I'm going to continue to do my job. I think uh, they're going to have to make that decision. But if they do do that, if they decide not to and pull out of it, I think that uh, that's something they need to consider before they become police officers. Yeah. Because if you're going to take a job like that, you're going to have to be uh, prepared to make a decision whether I'm going to obey unconstitutional or illegal edicts or mandates or Ooh. I am going yeah. to uh, resign. Just Another, quick, wait, well, I just got one quick question. Given that all gun laws are unconstitutional and violate the Second Amendment, uh, what do you think of police officers that arrest people who have guns uh, that might be in violation of the Second Amendment who are otherwise peaceful people? Repeat it one more time. Police who enforce gun laws, which are all unconstitutional against peaceful citizens. What do you think of those police? And speak more into the mic. Your audio is low, low. Is my audio low? Yeah. 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 I, oh, sorry about that. I just think that police, I think the biggest issue right now with police officers, and I've talked to many of them, I've had conversations with them. I think a lot of them are really like illiterate to the law itself. Not all of them, but every time you talk to one of them, like they're really not sure how they're enforcing the law correctly. Like they're not even aware of some of the laws themselves. And you, you're just completely ignoring my question. Yeah. Uh, gun laws are all unconstitutional. What do you think of police officers who enforce gun laws against peaceful citizens? I think uh, the Second Amendment is for all Americans. Right. So what do you think, again, for the third time, what do you think of police officers who enforce gun laws against peaceful citizens? I think that's just something they're going to have to decide to do whether they're going to do it or not. Well, what do you think of them? That's what I think. That they're just going to have to dis- you're just going to shrug your shoulders. They're so if just a cop arrests a decision. So if a cop arrests someone who has a handgun illegally, who is not hurting anybody or has a, some kind of red flag thing, what do you think of that police officer who puts that person in jail? Yeah, I don't think that's a good thing. But what do you think of that individual? The, the individual? The, the individual police officer, yeah. That's what I just said, yeah. They're evil. Are they, yeah, but you said that's not a good thing. You know, me burning a cake is not a good thing as well. Yeah, like, I well, think the, that's the, not a good the thing. The human being, same, his, 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 his name is Officer You're John. the same question over and over. Officer John well, you're Smith. You're not answering it. You're also not. Hold on. Let me phrase the question. There was a woman, I tell the story all the time, mm-hmm. who was from Pennsylvania with a legal gun and drove into New Jersey. Right. And we'll give the cop a name. Officer John Smith pulled mm-hmm. her over. And he said, you know, your taillight's out or whatever. And she, he said, do you have a weapon on you? He said, yes, I, I do. And he says, oh, okay. She politely informed him, but in New Jersey, you can't have it. So he took her out. He cuffed her. And they tried putting her in prison for four years. How do you feel about John Smith? I mean, I, I would have to really take a look at the wow. entire situation. Okay, that's See, well, another I mean, big I'm not trying to avoid anything. I just don't want to say a lot of the decent cops are leaving because no, of the vax. There's no decent cops. Well, that, I was just going to make a correction and say no, I probably I, think there are none, but... Good meaning cops, a lot of them are leaving. I just, I, I, of the vax. Right, you're right. That's and true. I, and, and I disagree with Michael on that. I think there are decent cops, but I understand your point about the institution as a whole. Mm-hmm. But I, I think there are, I, I've, I've met cops who have been 
they, they've actually sought to like stop violent criminals sure. and, and rapists and murderers. No question. And, and I've seen these cops be like, I'm not going to stop some kid for you know this, that, or otherwise. I will also correct you. You said all gun laws are un- unconstitutional. Yes. What if the gun law was that you had to have a gun? Uh, that actually was the case in America, the colonial period. And yeah. I, if you look it up, I have an article in Welcome The Observer back. that says must pack heat, ar- ar- arguing for using Obamacare as a mechanism to mandate gun ownership. Criminals aren't going to follow the laws anyways. Well, no, so we're talking about what if, uh, Michael had said all gun laws are unconstitutional. My question is, what if a gun law mandated you do own a gun? Like, uh, that's unconstitutional. It is unconstitutional? It's not unconstitutional. Switzerland makes you do it. I don't that's know, a I form don't, of indentured servitude. Well, hold on, I don't know. Owning a gun is of indentured servitude. No, if you make somebody own a gun, that's indentured servitude. It's, who are you a servitude? Who are you in servitude to? Who? Who's making me own a gun? I thought you're an anarchist. I am an anarchist. The point being, it's even if, if I disagree with you about uh, classifying something. If as they made you join an anarchist collective to have a gun and you willfully joined it as part of a membership, this has nothing to do with anarchism. I don't explain to me how mandating gun ownership or mandating health insurance is indentured servitude. I mean, now you're for forced inoculations? You didn't answer my question. No, I'm, I'm, not, not, for, for forced, I'm not for anything. I'm not for forced in insurance, and I'm not for forced gun ownership. I, I'm, I'm mad at you, Michael. I'm just telling you. I just don't understand. Can you pl- maybe this is my autism speaking. Can you explain to me how mandating someone owning a product is indentured servitude as opposed to unlawful? Uh, all I know is under my common sense freedom, and under what I want, I don't have to own a gun. Okay, okay, I don't okay want all right, to. wait, wait. Let's, let's okay, not go in circles. Let's not go in circles. Okay. I think he was just using the phrase incorrectly. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay I okay. think I think the point is like, I, I remember uh, when when I think it was Illinois mandated seat belts. I don't know when they exactly mandated seat belts, but I remember having a conversation oh, about, do you have the right to not wear a seat belt? Well, not anymore. You don't. And then I had a conversation from there about how you're forced. I remember when Obamacare was coming through, and people were like, "What about auto insurance?" The, law, the government makes you buy auto insurance. No one cares about that. And I was like, actually, I, I kind of do. I, yeah. you know, I, I like I, 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 of course, would always want to carry insurance. But and that's on a state level as well. The idea that the government would mandate you buy a private product and, and, and then regulate that product to like guarantee. And your now money they is, use it as an example. Oh, you got to buy insurance. You got to wear a seatbelt. So you got to take a shot. I say. I'm more of an anarchist than malice, I guess. Oh, <laughs> sweetheart. Oh, for... Come sit on my lap right there. No. Oh. You and Blair, right Listen, there. you're no Santa Claus. I'm not sitting on my lap. Okay. So, uh, so, so we're playing who can anarchist out, out the anarchists? My book's right behind you. Yeah, it's right here. Anarchistandbook.com. No, no, Michael, I watch your show. I watch Tim's. I know you're intellectual. I know you're actually genuinely smart. I respect you. I'm just saying I agree with anarchist precepts, but... Informing that and injecting that into the real world does not work. The, I disagree. You're out of until your, it's scalable, yeah. until it's been proven. It's complete. Yeah. Anarchism isn't a location, it's a relationship. So this show right now is an example of anarchism working. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely there's, yeah. there's a lot more anarchism than we know. <laughs> Centralization is when we have government, when we have fat cat bureaucrat <laughs> mafiosos coming in and saying, I want to cut of that. It's centralization. Decentralization is anarchy in and my I'm opinion. And I'm for decentralization. Exactly. So, right. I'm, so you're for anarchy. And I'm for anarchy because that's the true definition of it with no one intervening, no one forcing you to do something. <laughs> that's the basic it's core concept and philosophies of anarchy say, which should be thing. respected and talked about properly. And that's why I had to correct Joe Rogan when he said this was anarchy. No, it wasn't. I, I, it was yeah, state-sponsored terrorism. Give, give Alex seconds. knows about that. Give me 30 seconds. I'll shut up for 10 minutes. I promise. That's a lie. I don't believe that. That is a lie. You're an effing liar. That is not true. You're an effing liar. 30 seconds. Like to give Every light detector yeah. has just exploded. Get a timer right now. Yeah. Just, get, get, just get, mute his mic. Timer. Literally, just mute his mic for 10 minutes. No, your, no, no. Get no. your timer ready. Yeah. I want you to hear this for ready? a minute. Yes. I want to shut up. 
I actually love everybody in this room. I know you all, and I really appreciate from the producer to everybody. And I, this has just been historic, and Joe is so amazing, and all you guys, and Tim, thank you for having me here. You're right, it is real anarchy, and it's beautiful, and I love you all, and I appreciate being here. My, my favorite thing well, about thank all you. of this was I was like, we, we end up, we, we it, the show started with us having Blair to come on, and then, you know, Alex was like, I was like, maybe and Then you all good. hijacked me. We hijacked it. But the best part was the very end when everyone's like, have you asked Joe? And I'm like, he's busy. And then Joe's like, yeah, yeah, I could probably come in. Where are y'all at? And I'm like, we're in a trailer on the side of the road. Yeah, of course. And so he's like... <laughs> it's a very <laughs> nice trailer, walks in. though. It's like, it, it is really, really great. And I just think it's hilarious that, you know, was it you said it? Like a step down or something? Like the mighty have fallen? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Rogan coming from his massive, amazing new Austin awesome studio to my trailer on the but side the of the Joe's road. Joe's not yeah. an elitist. He loves you, too. No, I know. I'm just kidding. Awesome. You know, he I always wanna... loved you, but after you destroyed Twitter with him, he, like, puts you at the top tier. You know what's funny, though, mm. that we had beef. Did you guys, did you I know? didn't know that. Tell oh, yeah. the story. Like, for yeah, dinner? Story. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I knew you'd like that one. No, no, he had pork. Yeah. He had pork. Well, uh, so, so um, it's not too complicated. Joe, uh, someone, back in, like, during Occupy era, somebody tweeted at Joe. When, when his podcast wasn't as big, they were like, you got to have Tim Pool on the show. And then he tweeted at me, like, yeah, for sure, man. Why don't you come in and hang out? And I said, cool. So, you know, I was young and, and bright-eyed and naive, and mm. I was kind of like, this is Joe Rogan. This is back in 2011, mind you. So not the biggest show in the world. You would come big. on my show, but but well, I didn't know who you were. He values I mean, his I, I knew time, Alex. I remember telling Luke, "Hey, get me, get me, get me Tim Pool." Well, so check it out, check it out. <laughs> so I flew to LA, and once I landed, he messaged me like, "Bro, I'm really sorry to do this to you. I can't have you on the show. Something came up," and I went, oh, "I just flew out to California," and so I made the best of it. There's some protests I covered. A year later, same thing happened. Somebody tweets at Joe, like, how come you never had Tim Pool on your show? Now it's 2012. And he was like, yo, we tried to make it happen. It didn't happen. Tim, what do you say? Come on the show. And I was like, let's do it. This time, I was like, I want to, I want to make sure we, we, we confirm this. Like, because he gave me the details before. I'm like, give me the details. Give me the time. Give me everything. And he does. And so I get on a plane. I paid for it myself because I'm young and naive. And I fly mm-hmm. to California. And then he says, bro. I'm so sorry oh to do this to you. I can't have you on the show. Oh, my God. Something's right? come up. And I was just like, all right, now I'm really mad. And I was like, dude, are you kidding me? It's like a year later, you did the same thing. <laughs> and I thought to myself, I was like, look, I'm obviously mad about it. But Joe doesn't owe me any favors. Me going on his show would be really great for me. So I was just like, that's the story. And then what ended up happening, I was like, I, I'm just not going to I'm not gonna be mad about it because he doesn't owe me anything. And right. I'm just going gonna, gonna to focus on my thing. I'm not going to beg him. I'm not going to ask him. Hmm. And I just went about my business. And then a couple of years later, Joe just messaged me, and he was like, bro, I just want to let you know, like, I am really sorry about, you know, having canceled on you like that. And now it's beautiful. I, I don't yeah. want there to be any beef or anything. And I was like, nah, dude, there's no there's no salt. There's no beef. Like, it was just like it happened twice in, 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 in the span but, of But let year. me tell you about Joe in the old days. He was doing so much comedy almost every day and his other jobs. He, we were going to do his podcast forever, and he would cancel it too. He just used to like the podcast was a side thing. And then starting about six years ago, he made it the main thing, and that's what happened. Blair, was okay, I don't feel as bad now because there was two times where Joe invited me on and it didn't happen. I didn't fly out. but um, And then I just checked my phone before I went on. I have a missed DM from him from two weeks ago asking me to come on. I'm like, why am I? <laughs> now it's my fault. Yeah, he knew who you were. He's like, oh, hi, Blair. And I was like, well, why aren't you on the show? Now, here's the, here's the crazy story. Joe's a sweetheart, though, man. Here's, here's the crazy story you about. You should have seen us taking acid in Vegas. The, the tw- you want to hear the Twitter story? Can we hear about that story? I would love I'll, that You guys want to hear the Twitter story? Because I don't got I, I, I want to hear the acid story for the Twitter right, story. The acid story <laughs> is more important than the Twitter right. story. I'll tell you a Joe Rogan story. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. You want to hear it later? I'll tell you later. No, 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 no. I, I would love to hear it well, now. Well, can we? 
Is it is it is it is it something where you're like maybe I shouldn't have brought that up because it's a story is I probably shouldn't like tell, or are you going to now spoil? Well, the big question is which story should it be? Yeah, mm. the wild one, the crazy <laughs> which, one. So when you ref- you seen the movie like The Hangover? Uh-huh. Yeah, this happened before the, a few times. I don't remember with me Joe and Joey Diaz. I just remember like uh, actually you get Joe on next time he'll tell you. But I mean, I remember like t- two days later because I was not a big you know. Two days later, like not knowing where we'd been, and like in Vegas with him, because he like if you, I went out and saw some of the fights in Vegas and other places with Joe. He'd invite me, get me tickets. He was a great guy, and so I remember like, okay, we're at ESPN and we're on air, and this is going on. I'm in a control room, and Joe is whatever. And like two days later, I'm like, what what happened? He was like, I'll see you later. I'm going on a plane. So it was pretty wild, man. Pretty, pretty wild. But Joe's not like that now. He, he but he's definitely done some partying. Yeah, I mean, let me tell you, I've sat there with Joe. Because now we go out, he might drink like two beers. And he got in great shape, everything. But I remember, like, I mean, like like two days up with him. And he wasn't on any type of amphetamines. It was all just Joe's energy. Mm-hmm. And we're, like, drinking, like, 20 shots at, like, 4 a.m. up for two days. And, like, taking edibles and all this. I mean, this dude's, like, a thoroughbred. I mean, a thoroughbred, man. That's why he takes the horse paste. Uh, yeah, that's why he <laughs> takes the horse paste. So, uh, no, but Joey Diaz wants, like, we're sitting there. Joey's like, eat these, eat these edibles. And Joe's like, ha ha, we just took acid. And I don't remember two days. Yeah. Oh, and, it was like a huge dose. Any, I don't remember actually. any revelations, any reality shattering moments, any kind of like clarity in your life through the Part of it was fun, except I remember, and this is to Joe's credit, this is like 15 years ago, six, 17 years ago. This big, we're in Vegas. We're there two days before the fight, like a day after the fight. So we're there like four days. So two days before, one day of the fight, day after. And I just remember, I'm like, why don't you take the the elevator to your limo he loved his fans so much that I remember like hallucinating on acid while Joe signed thousands of autographs because he's trying to go through the casino once they start piling up and I remember just like day like like hallucinating for like a day of him signing autographs (laughs) (laughs) like 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 it's like it's crazy Wow. You know, well, wow. the, the, See, there's like some cool story like naked chicks and stuff. It's not. It's no. Joe taking. <laughs> yeah, but that's not cool. That's not the cool stuff. It's, the cool right. stuff is it's the deeper Joe stuff. It's Joe taking photos, yeah. selfies with people, yeah. and signing autographs. Being selfless. One of the selfless. Yeah. So, so I asked, I asked Joe, and I don't, I don't know if like I, I don't know if he gave us like a, a robust answer. He gave it a little bit. You know, you, from the, from the time I went on and we talked with Twitter, but even before that, to where he is now, how his view has changed. And I think it's fair to say, you can see in Joe a big change. So that that first interview he did with Jack Dorsey was back in 2018, I guess. He was just like, let Jack say his thing and say whatever he wanted. And then he got heavily thumbs down for it. We do our show. Here we are today. And he's saying they're censoring. It's coming from the left. Mm -hmm. And that's definitive. He's seen it. I think there's two two things here. For one, like Joe really started to understand and see what was going on as things got worse. But it's also that things are getting worse. I want to make sure I preface that by saying... Freedom, loving individuals, liberty-minded individuals are winning many battles across the board. But in the censorship stuff, as this becomes the new corporate press, it is getting worse. And, I mean, I think the reality is we're not long for this world, you know? Mm. Everyone's like, you know, I see the comments like, wow, Tim, you really pulled this this thing together. And I'm like, yeah, but there will come a time. The cliffs are eroding, and over time, they are homogenizing what YouTube is. And they want it to be that mainstream right. narrative. Yeah. Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, but but they know eventually yeah. the sand dumps in the sea. But, the, but, but let me just say this one thing, because I don't bullshit when it comes to things like this. Tim was a turning point for Joe, and I'm not going to get into our private phone calls and things, because Joe wanted to believe in the system and wanted to believe there were good guys right. and bad guys, 
And when he, he, he remember him, I'm not going to tell the whole story, but he called up. He goes, you see what I did with Tim Pullen? I said, yeah, I heard about it. Thank you. I'm under attack. He goes, well, it, it's true. Joe already had all that understanding, but as soon as... So it's true, Tim, that like you're like the vampire that bit Joe Rogan and woke yeah. No, 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 no. I'm not I'm not just kissing your ass. That was the point. I told you that yeah. privately. That was the point. But, but but Tim, that Jack Dorsey moment was a corner shed moment that shattered the reality Watershed. of a lot of people's yes. yeah. understanding yeah. of how things work online. And you were there, you didn't fall for their traps, you went around their traps, that was like slapped them, slapped them upside their head, and, and then they were like, they didn't know what they were doing. So again, another thing. Toto and the, yeah, yeah. And the curtains. Yeah, and, and something else to add here. You're saying we're not long for this world. We're long for a very long time. They can't pull the rug because if they do, they lose everything. They're slowly pulling the rug. They hit Alex, but Alex is still here. Alex is still producing his videos. Alex is getting a crap ton of viewership. All we're, we, and we, we'll survive no matter what. And and we've got TimCast.com. Yeah. That's right. Where you should sign and become a member for our special members only segments because yeah. I, I, I realized this a long time ago, but didn't really have the skills, the experience, but... The beginning of this year, I was like, if we don't have our own website, yeah, we could get yeah. plucked right out and thrown in the trash. Exactly. But not anymore. Yep. Yeah. But there's also one but factor. Tim- one second. There's one factor you guys both missed, which is there's a big difference when you watch the news and you see that they're lying about you personally. Yeah. Mm. If Joe's, Joe had his podcast, him growing out, talking to fighters, talking to comedians, just hanging out. You turn – hold on. Al, and you've experienced this for a long time. You turn the news and that's something that you have personal knowledge about and you see people you've never met explicitly lying about you and lies that are easily verified to be lies. That's when you realize, wait a minute, something is up. And it's happened to you as well, obviously. You know, Tim, oh, I, I yeah, rewatched. I rewatched that the other day you actually too. recently, you know, and what I found interesting was how the point you made, how they kept saying we do this to protect people because if there's a threat to somebody's life through social media, we take action on it. Right. And the reason why I thought that was interesting is because like even as of recently, after I testified in the trial, I started getting death threats on Instagram, on Twitter, yeah, all this care. stuff. And what was crazy on Instagram was I actually took a screenshot. They don't care of someone. Yeah. Of someone g- issuing me a death threat. I, I posted that. it, and my yep. account yep, took yep, the yep, hit. Yep, yep, yep. What about the point I made? If it was, if it was me. What this about is, Kelly Paul? Rotten Van Paul's wife always complains to Twitter because he gets like, "I'm glad the neighbor did this. This happened again." She's like, "Jack, do something," and he's like, "I don't care." There but, are Twitter but, but, accounts but, but, called. I, I'm, I'm Rand Paul's neighbor. Wow. So, so uh, I, one of the points that I brought up to uh, Jack and Vijay on that show was they said. You know, we're trying to protect people. There's mm-hmm. high suicide rates. And I said, what about people with, like, body dysmorphia where mm-hmm. uh, they cut their hands off? Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, these people exist. Are you going to create special rules for, for these groups? I think the the, the, fun, the fascinating thing about that moment, and it comes up a lot, I guess, because for, for me it was just a moment I was there and I was having a, a typical argument I would normally have with anybody. But I guess a lot of people didn't realize this stuff. They, they, they didn't realize um, – Vijaya and Jack didn't realize – when they were entering this, they thought they were going to be getting your run-of-the-mill conservative yep, was yep. going to be like, why'd you ban Milo? Why'd you ban Alex? Instead of more like philosophical and, and like liberty-minded questions yeah. and like fairness mm-hmm. and and yeah, they uh, bled out. They bled out on on to ten million viewers. They bled it, out. It was that, and then the Sanjay Gupta thing. I think woke a lot of people. That was big. The thing with Joe because it was one of the very few, maybe even the only instance where you have. Someone who's on CNN every day lying and you have someone actually confronting them to their face and then you go back to watch CNN afterwards and they completely edit out that interaction. They completely frame it as him somehow convincing Joe Rogan to be pro-vaccine. But the the crazy thing about the CNN thing was that Sanjay, Sanjay Gupta goes on Joe's show 
And Joe is like, why would they lie? And Sanjay said they shouldn't have done that. And then Sanjay goes on Don Lemon, and Don Lemon says, we didn't, it was the truth. And Sanjay goes, you're right, that's all true. Right. Mm. That is a duplicitous, deceitful And now Gupta is a joke. He's not a joke. That's the thing. He's interviewing Sesame Street characters. He's yeah. definitely he really? a professional. Yeah. Yes, uh, he is. CNN on average has 80,000 To be fair, we did like now, a half an hour about Sesame Street last night. No, no, yeah, yeah. We, we talked is... about it, but he interviewed Sesame Street characters on his show promoting children to get the vaccine. That's literally what CNN's doing when they're not eating human brains. Yeah, they're now targeting children. Are children watching CNN? No, but no, no. Sanjay Gupta is doing Sesame Street. I, I, no, I, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. It means yeah. 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 On their show. On I their got the shot. But hold it's on, hold so on. All right, okay, okay, okay. But, but, it, but Sesame comply, Street. Comply. Alex Sesame, the Grouch. But Sesame Street is on <laughs> HBO. Are children subscribed to HBO? If the parents are watching HBO on the apps, are the children being headed the HBO Max app? Wait, wait. You think, you think non-children are watching Sesame Street? Non-children? Of course it's only children watching CNN No, no I'm asking if they're getting more than 10 children. Yes. When, when Sesame Street <laughs> leaves PBS and goes on HBO, are parents putting it on and having No, it no, it's, yeah. on, it's, on, it's on the internet, targeting children on YouTube. I see, Tim, I, see, I, see. I promise you that Sesame Street's still very popular with the kids. Come yeah. on. It's YouTube yeah, children. But, yeah. Yeah, I, I have a four-year-old. I, kids. I, think, I think it's fair to say that it's probably, it's reach a substantial Let me tell a real story. Sure, that's fair. I saw this two weeks ago and got mad about it. Am I, I don't let my kids watch a lot. You got mad about something? I don't, no. let, I don't let them watch a lot of TV, but no, my mad. four-year-old daughter, like, Saturday's like, let me watch TV. So I give her the controller. She knows how to run it. She somehow goes to Sesame Street, and I'm watching Sanjay Gupta, and I've got my phone. I go, God, i got to shoot video of my daughter standing in front of the TV. I go, no, don't do it. My wife will kill me. But this happened. Yeah. So, I mean, literally, yeah. my daughter Saturday was watching it, I, and that made me physically ill. I got the videos pulled up here. CNN. Big Bird talks to Dr. Gupta about COVID-19 vaccine fear. Second video. Sesame Street's Rosita gets her first COVID-19 vaccine dose. CNN, YouTube channel. Again, and the list goes on and on and on. I'll tell you what the problem with this is. You know what my problem with this is? You ever see those commercials where it's like, ask your doctor if Lobestro is right for you. And it's like, (laughs) even those commercials wouldn't tell you what the drug was. But they would always tell you to, like, just take it amongst yourself for private consultation. Now they're outright like, children, here's a medication made just for you. Mm-hmm. Get it. They well, did they go into the parking hero. lot. They Have did an entire Sesame Street coronavirus town hall for over an hour. Hmm. Over there an is hour. apparently <laughs> a precedent. They have done vaccine episodes in the past, but I don't think that accounts for the fact that this vaccine is different than past vaccines. I, uh, look, look, they they I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. I knew all this, and literally Saturday... My four-year-old goes, give me the controller, and I'm sitting there on the phone doing stuff, literally like cooking a steak on the grill in my living room. And the, you know, in the a, living room? As well, you know, there's a kitchen and a living room. Okay. And, like, my daughter's <laughs> watching Sanjay Gupta, and I was like, okay, I turn it off, she throws a fit. But I'm literally, it's literally everywhere, man. Have Did any, you tell have her why? Watched it? Have any of you actually watched no, it? Are they actually, off. like, jabbing kids in the... In the They're jabbing the... Yeah, they go, oh, so, so, Elmo! So what do you think, what do you, what do you that think was Michael? Babylon do, you think, do you think this no, is more no, about, like, really visuals? Babylon B did a joke on that. What do you mean? Like, do you think this is more about, like, visuals for kids just to see it so they grow up thinking it's normal? Or do you think we they're actually wars. trying to, like, educate yeah. little kids? They're not trying to educate right? anyone. They're trying to get the... So, basically, Propagate. what happens is you go to school, and the teachers teach you to be docile and submissive. And then this is basically the homework, in a sense, yeah. that this carries on the lessons you're being taught in the school by the entire cathedral. Why yeah. did the dog bite you? <laughs> because it, it, because I misgendered it. That's true. Why yeah. did the chicken cross the street? Mm, to get to the other side. 
Probably because, well, so I have chickens, and actually, I would tell you that. <laughs> there was a black helicopter chasing it down the street. Uh, man, yeah. Well, we had a hawk attack on our chickens. <clears throat> a black all, hawk. Ran. It was. You know, well, I mean, it was a, the hawk was black. I don't know. That's a helicopter kind of hawk. They flew over, yeah. and the chickens all ran. Temple, you are why did the chicken? Why did the chicken cross the road? Oh, probably because they weren't looking to scratch some dirt and get some Alex, at what point would you start red-pilling your kids, or do you? Well, that's the problem. I've, I've, I've left my children alone, mm. and I've got four children. So one's like 19, one's 17, one's 13, one's four. But I always think of my child as the, the youngest one, and, and I'm like, that's why I feel guilty. It's like she knows how to run. Like I don't know how to turn the TV on. I don't watch a lot of it. It's like all these. She says, "I want to put music on. I want my blah blah." blah. She's like, meh, meh, meh. and all of a sudden, Sanjay Gupta and I'm like grilling a steak. And I'm like, huh? And I'm like greedily <laughs> eating it. I'm like, huh? And then like Gupta's do- so I go turn it off. She throw- I'm telling you, my daughter is is like like a demon conjuring Sanjay Gupta. So <laughs> this happened like five days ago. So I don't know what to do. Yeah. I don't got kids. Don't look at me. Are you just like? Do you just like talk to her like an adult? And like this is what the world is doing. You know, I I don't I don't want to say I respect my children. I do, but it's weird. I, it's like I can't like tell a four year old how things work. Mm. They right. see it, so I'm just like we're turning Sanjay off now, and then she's throwing a fit and she doesn't know why. You know what? But like, yeah. why is a dude telling my daughter? Alex, she do you know what you shot? do next time? I gotta turn this off. This is this is scary. That's what you tell her. Yeah, it's very mm. scary. Well, children are yeah. a lot more conscious, a lot more aware. Oh, yeah. They actually have a lot more DMT going through their brain up until a certain age. So they're uh, in touch of the physical realm uh, and the spiritual world a lot more than even the, the human beings. That's why they have such vivid imaginations wait, wait. because of the extra DMT that they have. No, you're right. They're forming my, their minds. Michael's shaking yeah. his head. I no. just don't know anything about DMT. And that's why the oh. pedophiles want to rape them. Okay. Well, well, uh, well anyway. <laughs> moving on. Well, uh, Thomas Jefferson <laughs> was in the Illuminati. Yeah, yeah. He, he was well, the head of the Illuminati. <laughs> what, Alex, what, what Alex talked about, which again, uh, we're trying to be a family-friendly show, but I think that's out the window somehow, has oh, happened yeah. throughout recorded human history. Oh, dude, of, we are not yeah. going down okay, that rabbit hole. That is the... It, look, yeah. I, you know, the, w- 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 I'll tell you what frustrates me is... Um, Racism? Uh, I mean, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, to be honest, but... Uh, we we have we have Michael. people uh, talking about your kids and yep. the things that that you know that atrocities committed against children, but the manipulation. We have people who keep saying that they won't stand up, they won't uh, um, defend themselves because they have kids to feed, and I think it's just a remarkable precedent to see that a whole year of complying has resulted in food shortages and inflation, uh, labor shortages, port port closures. And all of the all of these people who are like, I will not stand up for freedom and my rights because I want to make sure there's food on the table. This is food security for my children. Yeah, yeah. And now their children are more at risk Tim, for it. That's a great I point, I think Tim. this is the most important thing you've ever said. Or yes, we complied, not us, but the general public. And we it did. It, we it, all did. And it made it worse. So submitting to tyranny, mm. being a cuck, made it worse. So what do we do? I think there. Uh, I think when you look at how many states are controlled by, um, I don't want to say Republicans, but it is it, it is people who are in the Republican Party. I will point out, to be fair, in New Hampshire, the the free staters are all running as Republicans, and they're and they're doing amazing work in restoring liberties and rights and freedoms. So here's what I think. I think we, we we're actually on a great path, and if you look at how many. Uh, uh, you look at the recent elections with Pennsylvania and, and New Jersey and, and Virginia, 
man, the, 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 the cathedral seems to be losing a lot of power. They seem to be in a full-on panic mode. You look at what happened at the FBI and James O'Keefe, and that was the mm. act of pure desperation. Yes. It was such an egregious violation that even the ACLU and you know the free press or whatever comes out, and they're like, we have to defend James O'Keefe because that went overboard. But the FBI was so panicked, so scared, so desperate, they made this pathetic move. You can't, oh, so I was just going to say one thing. You can't look at Joe Biden as a symbol of an empire at the height of its strength. It's true, right. So here's what I, here's what I see. He looks like a tombstone. Here's what I see. I see, I see good news. I see all this stuff, all this bad stuff we talk about, all the stuff that scares us and all the concerns we have about, you know, mandates and all that stuff. And then I see people talking about a red tsunami. I see people talk, and, and it's, it's only going to be good if people primary the establishment and get of Republicans. good, I agree. Oh, God, that's so true. But, 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 but we're in also, trouble if we let establishment blue blood Republicans get in. If it's a, I don't care if it's a liberal or conservative, but a real populist gets in. You're absolutely Alex, right. But, no, but I'm, I'm talking about the House, the Senate, and more importantly, the state representatives and the state senates. That trucker who won in New Jersey has got to be, in my opinion, the greatest the symbol poster of, child. Yeah. of victory. Of victory. You know why? Because he didn't do anything. Yeah. People, Ocasio-Cortez, when she beats Crowley, it was because people were like, anything but these people again. Now she's playing ball with the establishment. But let's look at New Jersey. What's his, what's that guy's name? Ed Durr? Ed Durr. He, he, he spends Durr. 153 bucks to file to run and then just shrugs. And then people are like, I'll take the ham sandwich over the Democrats. No, I agree. That guy is the blueprint but, uh, of victory. There, there's yes. two points. Trump should have him everywhere. They should have him everywhere. First of all, Alex, you and I are old enough to remember in 90, 1994, the first time Republicans took Congress in 40 years. Everything's going to be different. Very little was Contract different. Contract on America. Otherwise, mm-hmm. except for a balanced budget, very few little things were different. Mm-hmm. So I disagree a little bit if there's going to be a red wave in 2020 that that's going to save America. Yep. That said, hold I on. I agree with you, Malice. Uh, of course, 100%. thank you. But, but can I... How do we make the red wave be for us? Alex, one second. Michael. My point is, the victory is not going to come as a consequence of government and elections. Victory is going to come once people realize that it's all a bunch of crap and all of this authority and nonsense is illegitimate at its core. Did you ever Cult- comply? Because Cult- you... You mentioned you never complied. I didn't have COVID. to because I was working at Compound Media. I had my my mm. so I was classified as a whatever important right. worker, central, whatever yeah. central worker, mm-hmm. and I didn't do the lockdown for one minute. Yeah, I did the two weeks, and then I feel like an idiot for it. Yeah. I mean, a change is going to happen when people take personal responsibility for themselves. When they stay, start taking their own lives, no, you got to talk just, straight into the mic. Yeah, it's, it's just hard because it keeps locking my face here. But when people start taking their own lives into their own hands and start making decisions for their families, for their communities, for their neighborhoods on a local level, that's when things will change dramatically, and they can it's change at a moment because the whole best. system, the whole system is based on an illusion. Can I just it's say one thing? Always best. And once that lie, up. yeah, once that lie mm-hmm. is eviscerated. Then and only then do the we establishment lose wars. all power, and the people wars. actually do stand up and actually do make a big key difference by just uh, asserting themselves as free, sovereign human beings. And here's the model: the model is gun right laws. Mm. If you're if you're looking at Washington, it's going to be a wash. There, if you go to the Wik- Wikipedia and look at the gun right laws in America page, there is a GIF that goes year by year in terms we of it just like last week. Oh, perfect. Yeah, we were looking at where, it. where it goes from: no one has gun licenses to. Um, may issue to shall issue to so not even having a license and then state by state it overwhelmingly okay, changed so oh, Alex let me please let me finish I mean, you've been talking you said 10 minutes Alex this is the gift a lot of those yeah. middle states exactly and the other thing is this is the model that's going to happen what's going to save America is when this happens with regards to education 
as the money goes to funding students instead of funding systems, and you get kids out of government schools, which are literal prisons for children, mm-hmm. and the only place many people experience violence in their lifetimes, the cathedral is ruined. Look because all you need is 10% of the population to realize that this is all a lie. Just yeah. look at this map and watch as all of these shall issues turn green, which is constitutional carry, unrestricted right to bear arms. Can you explain what the colors are? It might be hard to read. Uh, so this is by, so it's going to start over in a second. In 1986, no issue, meaning these states, all the states that are in red, which is a large amount, will not give you concealed carry. Watch how they flip In the green. yellow ones, they might. The blue ones, as they're now expanding, are, are ordered, they must give you a concealed carry if you apply. You can see here, this is, I think, this is Vermont, right? That's unrestricted. Alaska, unrestricted. Now, starting around the mid-2000s, the late 2000s, we start seeing the rise. Okay, 2010, constitutional carry starts. States are now uh, 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 enacting laws that say you don't need a permit, you don't need to apply. The Constitution says you have a right to keep and bear arms. Texas just got this. This is crazy. Texas... Actually, you take a, a license, you get an exam and a handgun license. Now in Texas, it's constitutional carry. Freedom is, 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 is winning. a chain reaction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It could yes. be a coincidence that a bunch of those red states in the middle are now green. A bunch of the no issues are now unrestricted. That's crazy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Colorado too, yeah. Southern states said, we will not give you a concealed carry permit. Now they're like, you can you can do whatever you want. We're not even going to ask you. Now, Freedom is contagious. It, it should also. I think the chart is also going to be the same way when it comes to homeschooling because we're seeing yes. a huge rise of people saying this indoctrination center, this Rockefeller created education center, is something that's destroying my child's flame. My child's life is being destroyed by this indoctrination, by this hate. And by the way, Luke. The beginning. By the way, Luke. It's almost over the top like they're trying to cause a populist uprising. Yes. Everything they're like, what is, it's so ridiculous. And here's the thing, Alex, it doesn't matter where a parent stands politically. You go on TikTok and mm. you see these uh, educational professionals running, professionals running their mouths. You're going to think, I don't know what this is, but I don't want this person near my kid. Yeah. Yep. There was I a think- university professor today making arguments. Pedophilia. Said, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I was going to say that, but, but now we're saying it. He was <laughs> making excuses it. for pedophilia as a, as a university professor in sociology, making a video publicly, not afraid to say, hey, pedophiles are just, you know, minor attracted persons. No, they're not. They're, they're, they're pedophiles. They need to be called out for what they are. And, and trying to normalize this culturally is having a huge backlash. And they've been doing this in Loudoun County, mm-hmm. but they've been doing this in counties all throughout the United what States. What do you make for the guy that I just want to point out something I love that part. I just want to point something out. I think it should be uh, apparent to people why we uh, on our show are less likely to get censored. A lot of people are just like, I don't understand how you know we're like Tim isn't getting shadow banned as often. We sometimes do, and they're like, my show gets taken down, and I said these things, and it's like, you know, sometimes we have guests on the show who just yell child rape out. Hmm. Normally we don't do that. We tell people like, be careful. Because the idea is what's important, not the language. And, and and it's true that we have people who watch with their kids, and they ask us not to do that. So today's episode was off the rails with all the swearing and everything. Uh, it started when I got an email, and someone was like, hey, I, I drive in the car and listen to your podcast. If you were more family-friendly, you know, it'd be more palatable. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. But then we get a lot of people, and it's very obvious how – I'm just going to come out right, right and say it. Y'all are abrasive. Very abrasive. And very hard for regular people to get into when you scream these extreme – things that people don't get when joe told you that you have the 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 i guess what did he say it's like you you know stuff so when you come out and say it and people don't know it 
it comes like you're by you're, you're you're sort of blinded by what you know and what people don't. So when when we're talking about stuff, and I think this comes from you know I had I, I'd worked in nonprofits and, and marketing and fundraising. If you want someone to like have a conversation and engage, and you want to make sure the ideas persist and they understand, yelling something like child rape is a guaranteed way to make sure they shut down, don't listen. Okay, Tim, can I just say something? Yeah. You're, you're you're right that I can be slicker. I was saying it's in the news today, all over the news. I'm not trying to be critical. That la- I, I, no, I, I love you, I, so I understand. You're right. Help me. You're right. I can teach you. You can teach me. I, I agree. I should have said it very calmly and nicely. In Loudoun County, the, the, the young man that raped the woman or allegedly raped the woman has now pled guilty. And so it turns no, out... No, he didn't. Well, he, he... He pled no contest. Well, okay. Well, he, he, he pled. No contest is a no-fault... Uh, um, submission to the court, basically saying, "I'm not going to. I'm not contesting this. Just, just do whatever well, you want." I defer do. to you. The headline I saw was, "Is that he pled uh, uh, to, to, to to defer?" No contest. It. Yeah. No, so no contest is basically saying, "I don't want to plead guilty because then people will will, will be like, aha, you're guilty." I just don't think I can win if I fall. Okay, so, Tim, so my understanding is that Nola Contendori is regarded legally as effectively a guilty plea. Right. That's my understanding. So, so yeah, can, let me, can someone look it up on Wikipedia? Yeah, you like sure? beg. You say, I'm guilty, but don't hit me. It's like, if you get, but all I'm saying is this. All I'm saying is this. They said that dad was a bad guy. They said he was a liar. The New York Times said he made it up. And all I'm saying is, is that that is now in the news that that happened. And, and I'm sure you're right. I'm not perfect, but everybody's big and tough. People should be able to hear this stuff. That's all for, I'm saying. For sure, sure. I, I remember uh, a long time ago I was watching, I think it was CNN, I'm not sure. It might have been C-SPAN. And they were out on the ground. And I can't remember. They, they, were out, they were on the ground at some event, and you were there. And they said, oh, look, it's you know, it's it's uh, Alex Jones, radio host. And you came onto the camera and immediately started going, people, you got to listen to me. I'm telling you right now. And my friends were just – they all started busting out laughing, and then they walked away. They turned it off. Tim, you were right. Let me read it. Yeah. For no contest, it's an important mm-hmm. legal issue. Yeah. So when you plead no contest, like Spiro Agnew did, I believe, the former vice president, it's a plea in which the defendant in a criminal prosecution accepts conviction as though a guilty plea has been entered but does not a- admit guilt. Yeah. And that can work in civil court, yes. apparently. Right, somehow. right, right. And, and some states don't, don't allow that. The point that. is the media said the dad made it up and arrested him. And the dad was pissed. The the, the dude, no, right. the dude who was supposedly a woman, went to the next place. I don't care if he's a man or a woman. I don't care what he did. He had reportedly assaulted a woman. That's why I'm upset. I don't two, care what's, you know, two teen all. girls. Mm-hmm. This, uh, the, yeah, this kid. And and they, and one of the big things about it was they they initially said that it was a trans teen, but it wasn't. Um, which is the weirdest thing. The, the 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 teen who pled no contest is not trans, as far as I know. Yeah, and I don't hate anybody, gay, straight, whatever. My well, point that's the is, point too. It's just taking advantage of the laws. It's not exactly yeah, covering perverts them. take advantage. No, but but no, I, I, nobody. It was a weird thing because I read the story and I don't think the the, the 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 perpetrator even claimed to be trans. Someone just decided to say it to cover up. Was he wearing a wig? Did he dress? He wearing up a dress? To get in? Wearing, wearing yeah. a skirt? Yeah. Wearing a skirt and went into the girls' bathroom to assault a girl. Oh, well, so that just sounds like a, a predator going into a bathroom to assault somebody. You know what but, I mean? But 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 for both all you uh, for everybody, what's the question? Why did they decide to not just burn the person that did it instead of try to cover it up? Because it came out in emails. The school's like, let's cover this up. Because would- once it was a narrative that it was a trans person, then they have the incentive to protect their ideology, and they're not going to 
admit Well, the that district also had a policy that they were going to present and punch in, I think, for the unisex bathrooms, and the teachers were going to be required to address the students based off their own preferred pronouns. So they literally shoved this girl under the rug that was violated for the sake of a policy because they didn't want it to come out that this might it's be a, a bad idea. It's a cult. Yeah. It's honestly, I think this is what we're talking about. Why things are changing? I mean, I don't think anybody's politics is really going to like control how people view their children. And what I mean by that is, your children are everything to you. And if we can't get behind protecting children, and we put politics and policy over children, I think we're going to have some serious problems. This the is law, why things are changing. Listen. And Loudoun County, right, they're right, insulted, right, right. and they're also insulting people. They literally said the reason why Democrats lost in in in, in this state was because it was a white lash. This was the mm. narrative. They're insulting all these people. When ha, ha, If it was a white lash, please tell me how the first black Republican lieutenant governor got uh, elected. Oh, wait, wait, we got nothing to do with race. We got nothing to do with race. But it's nothing to do with law. It's nothing to do with law. It's nothing to do with. It's nothing to do with law. It's nothing to do with policy. None of that matters. What matters is culture. Now they will use school boards. They will use positions of power to enforce things they want. Mm-hmm. But if the culture does not agree, it does not happen. The problem is, it's as Michael described it. Most people prefer safety over freedom. Yep. Yep. So well, what happens is they don't get safety so listen, in slavery. They don't. So here's what happens. Culturally, we almost exclusively agree as Americans, critical race theory, when you actually discuss the tenets of it, what it actually is, you go to someone and say, should we segregate people in schools? Almost every single person, 99% will say no. Then you ask them, would you be willing to go to a, a meeting and demand they stop doing it. And they'll say, absolutely not. Mm. Because I'm scared. And then what happens? Their kids get segregated. No, you said it. We've been bullied, and because we won't go, that's it. So what do we do, Tim? I mean, because I... Well, I was, I was saying uh, in the primaries, uh, uh, primary out the establishment Republicans, mm-hmm. uh, a red wave is not going to save anybody. But the Free State Project in New Hampshire, how do you feel about that, Michael? I feel like that's no, a libertarian huge. wave taking over the Republicans is beautiful, or Democrats. Yeah, right. I don't care. How about we just have a populist wave take over everything? Yeah. Well, like with the Free State Project, last time I brought it up to Malice, I was like, hey, are you going to Porkfest? You're like, no. I'm like, how dare you? I think we're going. I think we're taking this RV we to are, Porkfest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if we can get Starlink. I, we can, and, and I'll get it, and, and don't worry about it. That we'll wasn't take a knock against the Free State Project. That was a knock against me being in the woods. <laughs> okay. okay. I just want to clarify that I'm just a big fan of the Free State Project. Hey, Michael, no, 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 no. We're going shooting Saturday. Come on, with us. yes. We're getting we're getting vaccines. <laughs> <laughs> Different kind of shooting. And we're gonna bring barbecue down, right? We bring yeah, barbecue. Down. Did I get you barbecue yeah. today? You did yeah, from Terry amazing. Glass. I haven't had it yet. It's amazing. But Blair, are you gonna bring your pink AR? I can do that. Yeah, she's got one. I got barbecue for you. Uh, I want to go to the woods with you though, because I asked Thursday you to do that the other day. Uh, I know it's we're gonna like a get nightmare. we're, we're gonna go down, down and if we're you gonna want Rudy's, we'll get that. We should, yeah, we could do Rudy's. So, yeah, so you think like a statewide um, school choice initiative is where the ne- is the next step of no. God, his shattering the mold? Sounds good. I think you, I think we need a national free state kind of yeah. thing. Yes, we need people at the local level. To start voting only for their local candidates who agree with certain principles of freedom, liberty, individual responsibility. I agree. We need a litmus test for liberals, conservatives, gay, straight, whatever. Do you support the Bill of Rights, the Constitution, everybody's rights? 
Let's get past yeah. the label. Who's going to be put? This is nonsense. Who's going to be putting this litmus test into practice? They do if it. They, if they do it in New Hampshire, New Hampshire has the highest amount of homeschoolers per capita than the entire the United States. They have some of the highest IQ. They have this. Uh, they have some Luke, of the highest machine gun ownership. Luke, stop! Stop! This is nonsense. New Hampshire is. I've talked to gay people, straight people, black people, white people. That's they all want freedom. No, they don't. You're full of shit because you saw what happened to the lockdowns. If they all wanted freedom, we wouldn't have the lockdowns. That's a complete lie. Stop the lockdowns. What, what do you mean stop Florida stop the lockdowns. Yeah. Wait, no. Am I and I, why I, are you so pessimistic? Man? I'm no, not us. pessimistic because I'm thinking if you think the salvation is going to be voting in the right people, you're completely no. delusional. Alex. Culturally fight at every Alex, level. Alex. Voting is one aspect. Alex, he's talking about the lemmings. The millions of lemmings in this country that bend the knee and to the global elite. And to the Constitution. To, okay, they, so they bend the what knee do we do about them? And they don't want freedom. You do? have to create systems that work around them. So which Drew means, Hernandez, what do we do? Which means non-democratic systems. Yeah, I think. What, that, what does that mean, non-democratic? Meaning systems that don't depend on getting majority of simpletons to agree with you. No, if, I agree. If I'm a Republican in, in, in the Christ, Republic Alex. sense. If 51% want to enslave me, they don't have a right. I'm, I'm uh, well, right. But if it's 85, it doesn't matter. I don't care how many pe- how popular it is. My rights are not up for discussion, let alone a vote. And Luke, the reason I was disagreeing Stop with you is... so mad, Malice. I, I am mad because there's a war in our minds. The, uh, what I was disagreeing with you about, Luke, is New Hampshire is a self-selecting population. It's a very small population. You can't replicate the Free State Project on a nationwide yeah. level because there's a huge percent of the population, as you agree with, who does not view, do not share our values. I disagree because if you look at just autonomy, I don't care if it's a bunch of communists wanting to live in the woods. We, we have examples of this with the Amish. The Amish are living by their own set of rules, without government, without well. mandates, they're without well. vaccine mandates, and they're, and they're doing a lot better than a lot of other people. So if the Amish no do it... COVID. No, that's no, not true. No, no, they are dealing with COVID, they dealing with COVID. but no. they, but they're having yes, they had are. a significant. Cheryl uh, Atkinson's did a great yeah. documentary about this. Yeah, it's yeah. on our YouTube channel. It's great. They are dealing with COVID. Uh, you, you guys are both right, and I think you're right too. But but they don't have a huge death rate like many people expected to, even though they have policies where they literally drink from the same cup. They have religious ceremonies where, and everyone said the Amish are going to die. The Amish are going to have a huge extinction event. That didn't happen. Their death rate has stayed the same with COVID comparatively to the rest of the population. So that's a big thing. Cheryl Atkinson's documentary is really huge here. And if the Amish could do it, the Free State Project could do it. And that's victory in itself. That's victory when people say, hey, I just want to have my own kind of life, my own rules, my own autonomy. Right. Tyranny, non-compliance and, is key. And, and New Hampshire has created a beacon for Bitcoin, has created a beacon for personal responsibility, for personal freedom, from homeschooling. It's becoming the shining light and example of people coming together and saying, hey, this is how I want to live. By you can live way, there. And if people want to be communist, let them go to New York people City. Ask let them me go to Los Angeles. Ago. They have a right to live wherever I they want to. I'm saying it's I not going yeah. to replicate nationwide. It doesn't have to be. But I have an administrative thing to say. I have an administrative thing to announce to the people listening. Um, for the super chats, at a certain point, YouTube just starts deleting super they chats. Do. So we, we, we can read some of them, but... Uh, I just I, I just want to say because I feel bad for a lot of people who are you know posting comments and questions. When you have a show this big, we had 110 plus. I think we had like 114 or 15 thousand people watching at one Lord. time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. YouTube just basically starts erasing the super chats. Thank yeah. you, everyone. So, but, but we really give appreciate me a copy it. of those super chats. Yeah. Yeah. But mouse, mouse, hail to the chat. You could, you could live in yeah, New York City. Rock. 
You could live in Los Angeles or you could live in New Hampshire. I live in New Hampshire because that's how I choose Luke, to live. Luke, I moved to Austin for this reason. Yeah. You're preaching to the uh, choir. The, the New po- California. But you my, moved to the New California but, where all the trendies are moving sure. to. The, the point is, you were, Tim and Alex were yeah. asking, how do we replicate this nationwide? And all I'm saying is you can't replicate the Free State Project nationwide because there's not enough people to make that happen democratically. No, I disagree. Um, you, we were just talking about how uh, who, was it, so who was mentioning this? The primaries basically dictate how, how all the elections are being run. Okay. Were we talking about this? I don't think we were. But the the idea is that you get a small a small amount of people who will uh, vote for a Democrat, and then mo- uh, independents basically don't like they don't participate in primaries. So they uh, they enter the election and they're like, "What are my choices? Whatever the Democrat ten percent and the Republican ten percent voted for." What happens if you get a free state project of you got a state with a million people, or you got you got a, you got a jurisdiction of a million people, and a hundred thousand are liberty-minded people who are brought together, sure. and they all say we are all going to vote in the Republican primary for this libertarian, and then the independent moderates have exactly. no choice it's but that to vote swing for our guy. vote that takes over. That's how Trump won. Yeah. I mean, on the lo- it's how the progressive, scale. it's how AOC won. Yeah, nobody mm. actually knew or what, but, what, who or what she was. I feel like I'm crazy. There's an enormous asymmetry because when you have those two candidates, whoever that libertarian candidate is, will be demonized by the corporate press. To but uh, that backfires now. No, what uh, Biden won by fraud. Yeah, I think you're right no. that we need a non-democratic no, solution. And I told like this to Steve you. Bannon. The, the the this is. I'll tell you what the most. Okay, well he wouldn't win right now. I don't think he'd win right now, but the most no, frustrating no, yeah. thing is... They won is, two seats in Georgia. They write an article explaining about the shadow campaign to save the election. Right. They talk about mail-in voting and how it we- it gave them massive advantages over Republicans. And then you end up with this large populist movement spinning in circles about things they haven't proven in a year. And then instead of getting their ground game going and countering the changes to election law, they're going around screaming at each other so about... So Tim's right. engaged him in a reset war, I'm trying to get people to realize... Is there a website for that, Alex? The corporation is creating resetwars.com. <laughs> the point is, it, it's the biggest thing I'm doing. It's going to launch next month. It's huge. But, but sure, I've changed the world a lot here, so I'm not a BSer. This is big stuff. How do we get people aware of the global corporate structure, how they're mind controlling us, instead of just receiving the propaganda? We've got a big awakened population right now. How do we get them engaged? I would say build a decentralized parallel system, and I'll give it to you also. Yes. Well, I'll, I'll say right? I'll say it's do do ridiculous things like this. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, I was like, hey, we're into a really really crazy show. Navigate the minefields to the best of your abilities, <laughs> so you, they don't you know chop the tree down before it has a chance to bear fruit. And I will say, um, free state like ideas. It's not perfect, but I think New Hampshire is doing something something very very powerful and positive, and. I got to tell you, if we're gonna if we're gonna have any victories like what New Hampshire is doing is very interesting, and it can be done in other states. A small mi- uh, a small minority of politically active individuals can over like look at the Mises Caucus. But I know the Libertarian y- Party is not when very Dave big. Smith gets fifteen percent of the Democrat of the of the polling numbers in two thousand twenty four, and I'm the press secretary for that That's campaign. Right. Getting fifteen percent of polls is not impossible, and then things are really gonna and get then, fun. And then what happens is. You may be in the minority, but most people will just vote for one or the other. And if you're the alternative to the corrupt machine where the right, people are ready to vote for a ham sandwich, you're there. So well, also, I just want to say this. Wanna, here's here's what I want to say. Yeah. So right now, one of the things that bothers me the most, we had Steve Bannon on this show, and I think he's a very smart guy. And we, we did a members-only segment where we, we talked about fraud, and he's, he's adamant in his belief. And I said, take a look at uh, universal mail-in voting. 
Take a this, this is why I believe there is no fraud, and I believe it's a red herring that has manipulated the populists into totally losing their standing and grounding and their ability to, to win these, these battles. Because you have, in a Democrat city, one... Look at New York. You get one housing complex with 500 units. They all get five universal mail-in ballots for the five people who live there. Mom, dad, and their 2.5 kids. The Democrat sends one activist to go door-to-door and hits... 500 families times five votes each, and they can do that in a couple days, just knocking on doors as they make their web, and they say this, did you vote yet? Your ballot is right there. Fill it out. I'll wait. Republicans have to go to rural areas where they drive yep. through suburbs, and they can hit five houses on one block, and they can get ten houses in a day. And Republicans the, should focus on cities. Yep. Republicans should focus on the rule changes that heavily advantage urban dense centers. The Republicans yes. should focus on the rule changes that disadvantaged Republicans. Instead, what are we getting? Trump's movement. The populists are right now, they're talking about uh, Venezuela and China and gun battles in Germany. And I'm like, they got him. They got him. They shut him down with the conspiracy fraud stuff. And now, because Donald Trump won in 2016 with 77,000 votes across three states. Sure, he did really well in the Electoral College, but it was 77,000 votes across three states. And so they said, if we can throw the populist movement off base with something that won't uh, have an impact on us, we won't lose again. And they did it. A year before the 2020 election, the Republicans in Pennsylvania changed the law to introduce universal mail-in voting. We talked with Sean Parnell about this. He sued about this. They said, at first... We're going to create universal mail-in voting. Uh-oh, our Constitution forbids it. And they mm. stopped because they needed a constitutional amendment to enact it. They stopped and said, okay, what do we do? Let's change the word to mail-in instead of absentee and pass it anyway. And when Sean, when Sean Parnell and others sued over this because it was a, a, an unconstitutional change, a lower court judge said, on the merits, you will likely win. It went to a higher court who said, for for it, not on the merits, just for standing or for it's too late. I forgot what the the, the 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 Latin word for too late is. They said we're not even going to take the case. So we see an article that in Time Magazine, the shadow campaign to win to save the election, and they explain exactly what they did. We changed all the rules to heavily advantage dense urban centers, and then. Republicans got not Republicans, but the populists got wrapped up in a fraud narrative yep. that stopped them from. There's a whole book about this. There's a whole book about. No, let me just say one sentence, Alex. I remember one sentence. Work. There's a whole book about this called "Rigged" by Molly Hemingway. Mm-hmm. I know you had uh, Mark on the show to, right. to discuss this. If people are interested, they can read about it. Go ahead, Alex. No, I'm just going to say, where does this all end? We're about to be at war with China. The dollar's plunging. There's massive inflation. Let's talk about the big picture. What is the American people going to do? as they realize that the design collapse is here and that all these corporate interests think we're too stupid to understand what's happening. To me, that's the big deal. Forget Trump. Forget Democrats. Forget, you know, all this stuff. We are in a major sea change right now, in my view. Alex, I think being happy, healthy, and prepared for whatever comes next is the solution, is the real resistance. Yes. And and there's going to be a lot of turmoil, especially economically, hitting this country. As soon as COVID happened, I was like, this is not going to be about COVID. This is going to be about the economy. And we're seeing the, the start of this. This is only the beginning of this. And I think we're really headed for hard times. And I think the way to resist this is by having family, is by having a network, is by having a cohesive group together that is ready for whatever happens. If you're unprepared, you're weighing down your family, you're weighing down your neighborhood, you're weighing down your community. So right now, more than ever, smarten up, look at the situation that's happening in front of you, and make sure that you are ready for whatever's to come, because it's going to go. It's going to be a very bumpy ride. I to totally agree with that. Yeah. We should just transcend all the arguments, 
and realize this is a global engineered collapse. Yes, it is. I'm concerned Absolutely. about the food supply. I think because uh, people I love each other until they get hungry. How yep. do you? Great how do you? Pointing. How do yeah, you, I'm gonna eat my neighbors. How do you rapidly? <laughs> how do you, how do you rapidly <laughs> bring about equality? Drew, you're looking pretty good. Right now. We need to fix the shipping industry because right how, now Amazon's got kind of a. How do you Alex? You'd be the first one we eat. Let's face it. How do you? How do you bring about the equity they have said they want to bring about? It's simple. Knock everyone to zero, yeah. and then yep. there's no systemic inequality, and everyone is now destitute and poor. And then when you start over, everyone will be the same, or so they believe. We'll see. No, I agree. If you wanted to run an actual communist system, you'd knock everyone to zero and then let their own instincts bring it back up. But they're not going to do that. Well, see, what would happen is there are some people of skill and merit who will naturally rise to the top, and there are some people who won't. And so there's this belief among among the postmodernists, the blank slaters and all that stuff, that you knock everyone, you you strip everyone of what they own, take away everything they own, and make them all worth nothing, and then when they start over, everyone will be equal. But you know what's going to happen? Uh-oh, the tall grass will start growing again. And as as we know, the communists will decide you have to cut the tall grass. And they'll they'll keep having to mow the lawn to deal with the fact that some people are better than others. And I don't mean like... I mean, quite literally, in terms of skill, in terms of passion. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay that some people are better than others at work. It's okay. okay. Literally. Sports, math, science. Yeah, there's a lot of folks better at lifting weights or doing math than me. I've got my skills. Joe Rogan is a better fighter than I am. He is a badass. I need to recognize that he's better than me at fighting. That's right. And so what happens when you have a, a society of a bunch of people and some people are just better than others? And then you learn, oh, I'm better at this. Let me provide this to the man or woman that's better than me at this, and then we have a symbiotic relationship. Yep. And that's, that's what it's all about. So yes. so what ends up happening then is the guy who's better than you know Michael at baking cakes bakes the cakes, because why would Michael if someone else can do it better? Yeah. And then all of a sudden we have a society with really awesome cake, we have great basketball players, we have great scientists, we have um, amazing and talented politicians who clearly... No, I'm kidding about that last one. But uh, uh, <laughs> then people can say... You know, whoever is really good at this task can help provide that task. That's basically what we do. The the, the postmodernist, neo-Marxist, communist, whatever, this ideology, this cult religion, they don't believe that exists. So what will happen? Well, they'll have to purge anyone who proves it doesn't exist. Yeah, they want to they wanna attack anybody that doesn't fit into that model. Mm-hmm. But then that's the lie. They say they're in charge in the model. They say, oh, nobody's in charge but them. Right, and if they're not, say there's like a horrible reset where like an asteroid hit the Earth and wiped out the population. And they came grew back like thirteen thousand years ago. You see warlords. You see the people that are the best at and got there first, taking power. Not necessarily good. Um, it's an it's never been a perfect system. It's you know, an imperfect ty- system. Ty- tyranny is not a conspiracy theory, and I think people need to understand that you know. You're either going to learn through wisdom, or you're going to learn through uh, learn through experience. And I mean, we could sit here and warn the world with absolute truth, day in, day out, every single night, giving them the best coherent arguments as to why they shouldn't follow these dangerous ideologies. But it's not until they actually feel it, experience it, will they actually wake up. And I'm not talking about the people that are watching that are awake to this stuff. I'm talking about the people that actually believe what's being told to them on CNN and all these propaganda. True, that's beautiful. You know, Tyranny is not a conspiracy theory. It's not theory. a conspiracy theory. It's happened in human history. And I just want I want to communicate to the viewers right now. We are not telling you what to think. We are telling you, think for yourself. 
because if you're not thinking for yourself, then someone else is thinking for mm-hmm. you, whether it's left or right. And that's when you get into a dangerous place that's happening in mainstream media, that's happening in the music industry, that's happening in education. It's happening on all fronts. And right now, this podcast is for the purpose to communicate to the public, think for yourself, because that is the message that I think every single one of us that's has. That's right. Don't things. give your Amen. will over to anybody. Yes. And two yep. things. Hopefully, whatever ends up happening to this podcast, it already reached a lot of people. Oh, it yeah, what is it, millions already? I think we probably, uh, in total views, maybe over a million, but I won't know until we wrap and we get the full numbers. Dude, you had Joe Rogan for an <laughs> yeah. hour. Yeah. I'm grateful, man. So, uh, what was the peak live number, 110? Like, no, I, I think it was a little bit more than 110. One something. You told me when I was on was the record. Didn't Joe yeah. break it? No, no, no. When you were when we we had you on last year, it was like 140. That was us. Yeah, it was yeah, so yeah, yeah, it was yeah. crazy. That was I was like, oh. But uh, uh, so the other thing I'll say is I'm I'm only gonna take I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try and take a few super chats. We should let's talk well, well, these people. Shout I, out to DMT. I'm just I'm looking for the hard, legitimate, good <laughs> questions right. that we can that can spark the conversation. But I, I greatly respect and appreciate all the super chats that are saying you know FJB and we love the show <laughs> and, and things like that. I, I mean it. I mean it. YouTube deleted a lot of them, but I want to try and find the core uh, questions that we can ask to kind of you know keep this conversation at a, at a good level. And we have one right here from Who's Our Films is Malice. How do we go from the Constitution is garbage and boomer to the to the freedom will come through gun rights laws? How exactly will those get done legally without current 2A? Uh, the 2A has been a very, very poor bulwark against government encroachment against gun rights, as the fact is that as a New Yorker, it's almost impossible to get a handgun. So the, the Second Amendment is supposed to codify your right to bear arms, but the courts can define however they like, and they completely dismiss it. So the best answer for gun rights is gun proliferation. Because once there's enough guns distributed through the population, it's literally impossible to have that uh, bell be unrung. Power to the people. What about, like, arms in general? Like, if you had, like, nanobots that could fly into people's ears and blow their heads, like, would should everyone have that weapon, too? No, only me. Uh, right, yeah. And Blair. <laughs> like, does, would 2A cover that? But that's no, the big question. That's the globalists say they're going to take over and have world government to stop proliferation of technology, which I get, but then they still have the power. Of course, just, yes. Yeah. It never applies to them. But that's the part of everything that came out of 2020 that didn't work in their favor was there were so many people who realized for the first time in their lives they needed a gun. Mm-hmm. And, and, remember, needed- and one more thing. Your, everyone's stupid Facebook friend for a long time up till 2020 was talking about it. Look at Australia. They gave up their guns yep, and fine. now they don't have crime. You got, you're full that. of it. Look at Australia. Yep. And now I'm going to say, tell your Facebook friends, yeah, look at Australia. Yeah, look at that. Look at gun control. It yeah. equals total slavery. Look at yes. Europe. They have the most vax mandates. I don't want to look at the Europe. Least, least amount of uh, gun ownership. Yeah, no shit world country yeah. references. So, uh, I'll say it again, like most of the Super Chats are just like, I agree, or great show, and things like that, and, and thank you all so much for the Super Chats, because this is a huge show for us, but we have, we have a good question here. Uncle Sam says, Tim, do you still stick to, it's just a mask, why or why not? I saw it as a cracked door to what we are experiencing now. Thoughts? I, mm. I do feel like it's just a mask, for the most part. We, we flew out here, and they said, you have to wear a mask by federal law. I said, what federal law? And they were like, ah. There is none. And then I was like, I don't, I'm, I'm wearing the mask. I'm not stressed about it, right? There is none. There's no federal law mandating the masks. But if a private business says, we're gonna have, we have a plane, you can fly it, you gotta wear a mask. I say, okay, it's like, whatever. It was, a, it was three hours. It's annoying, I don't like it, but it's not irreversible. It, a, a private company, can, it's, it's it's tough, right? And go to minimallycompliantmask.com and you get a mask that doesn't do anything but looks like it's doing something. <laughs> well, uh, regardless of that, that's my, what I use. I I, I think we we had a, we had a converse we had a conversation recently. Oh, we, had, I we, you were. we had a conversation on the show. Um, the CDC has like they they've put out sixty five studies saying masks do reduce transmission to varying degrees, and the numbers vary wildly depending on what people think the efficacy is. 
But ultimately, there's a challenge of private businesses can say, we want you to wear a mask, the same as they say, we want you to wear a shirt. And it's not the end of the world for me to walk into a store, put on a mask, walk off, take it, walk out, take it off. It is, however, when the business says you can't enter unless you undergo an irreversible medical procedure. That's very, very different. Medical IDs and the vaccine passport is the key to the carbon tax and the social credit score. The, the, The vaccine pass in the Davos Group's own words is the platform and the key to their entire takeover. Yeah, digital ID. Everywhere you go, they walk yeah, your yeah. papers, no matter what. Exactly, and they could track and trace you. And then they social credit score. Here's a very, very important question. Um, Maddie Matt Matt says, Tim, who's the smoking hot babe with the sultry voice sitting next to Blair? Michael Mal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> sitting next to Blair, I love it. This is my wife right here. <laughs> oh my God, already? <laughs> Listen, are you going to take his name, Blair? <laughs> what? Blair Jones. Blair Jones. Blair Jones. Blair Jones. Go ahead and elbow me right here, sorry. <laughs> there are a lot of really funny joke questions that I would love to read, but I really am trying to find read them um, all. No, I want to find There's like the, the, the good questions about like what's going on and what we can answer, what we can talk about. That's actually you know spark a conversation. Yeah. Um, well, a lot of people are asking Blair to do something with Tom McDonald, and considering there were many of those I've seen so far, I yeah. did a whole music video. What else do they want? I mean, <laughs> I guess more. Another <laughs> guess. Oh man, trying to find. Good I mean, questions. I'd love to, but. Yeah. I was on Blair's show reacting to Tic Tacs, so you can find that on her oh, YouTube yeah. channel. Oh, yeah, everyone should go today. watch the video we just posted I on the channel, come on me and Michael. Really fun. The, the UFOs? The you UAPs? can come on my channel. Talk about Tic Tacs, though, all these crazy people. I want Alex show. on my channel. That I'll would come be fun. On. I've seen it. Oh, Jesus. What you is know, that? Alex? That's just a stick Oh, my God, it's a bug. Hold on. The first show I ever went on was actually Alex's show. I think I had like 10,000 subscribers, and I had the nice, back when YouTube messaging was a thing, there was inboxes, you sent me the nicest message. I forget exactly what you said, but it was just very nice. And you were the first show I was ever on. So this is not a This is not a question, but it's a statement, but I think it's it's still a good one. Asher Litwin says, to answer Blair's comment about prop police cars, they're often used as a deterrent in lieu of an actual officer on protection. Oh, wow. Oh. That's smart. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. All I know is I know a guy who does that, and he said they Well, they got burned up. So. Well, they all got... Yeah, they got burned up. No, by my house, they got one that has, like, a, a, a clock on it saying how fast you're going. Hmm. Interesting. So, I got to be honest... Not a whole lot of good direct, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your money, Chuck. Right, hold on, hold on. Like, I can read this one. That was hundred dollars. I can read. Chase says, share this link, like and subscribe. Yes, please do. Yeah. But no, no, but yeah. not not all of uh, like I'm, I'm trying to find the the questions where it's like you said. Actually, yeah, yeah, I'm okay, curious yeah, about yeah, why. Okay. And, yeah. What is the secret of the universe? There's, you know, here's I'm, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to not read people's super chats, but you know, a lot of them are like, "Thank Reset you for the show. Wars. Great, great job doing the show. <laughs> you know, I came in late. Great, uh, great show. Things like that. And so I, I really, really respect that and I appreciate it. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm going through just as, looking as, for... As, as Tim's going through this page. and as Tim's going to find a good one, I just want to thank Tim for setting this up. This is incredible. Uh, I seriously can't thank you enough. I think this was one of the most epic Return podcasts so ever. And I just want to thank you, Tim, what for... You have stolen. <laughs> No, you got to do the r- 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 return the map. Return the map. <laughs> return what you have stolen. Autobus. You are in great danger. <laughs> what is that Sorry. from? 
time badass. Luke, you're going. <laughs> Luke, be very sincere, okay? Sincerely, thank you, Tim, for yeah, uh, setting awesome. this up. This is absolutely incredible and awesome. Uh, yes, and it yes, happen Tim Poole. for you. Uh, Admiral Nelson says, this episode lived up to the hype. Thanks for the show, yes, Tim. It we are all on the Discord Sup, server. Nelson. It, it, uh, have these type of conversations all the time. Feel free to stop by. Give us some uh, Rittenhouse questions. Why did well, the Bible remove all the psychedelics? Kyle, that Jesus uh, did from it. So Kyle, it's well, like we have a question. It's like you're doing an Ian impression. Even in Revelation, it's like the angel gives them something to take. We have, like we, have a, like we have a question. Wait. Sorry, I mean, we, we, we do have a question. A it was for Rogan, but Rogan's not here, but I still think we can discuss it. Kyle Petty says, Tim, please ask Rogan what it's like being the, being the new target for all mainstream media. Even the new Netflix special, Inside Job, insinuates he's a flat earther and says, YouTube and Joe Rogan are lying to you. Don't know if he knows about that. Now, Joe's not here because he had to leave, but... Did you see the SNL parody of it? It was not even jokes. It was so off base. It's good to be attacked by a dying system. It is. a big sign of success. Netflix created a show called Inside Job. Luke talked about it. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll say this. I I was hooked on that show. Like I had to watch it, and it was not funny. It was not funny. It was supposed to be funny. It was a comedy it's show? It was a comedy, okay. and you'd see the beats for the jokes that didn't work. Mm. But there was one joke I chuckled at where a psychic mushroom from the hollow earth was talking about how he can't hang out with Joe Rogan anymore. <laughs> and, and like, just, it was... That's it, too far. We've gone No, it was, it was no. funny. He was, I can't Speak remember exactly what the joke now. was, but he was one just like... Mushroom. By the oh, way, do we let everybody know you're on Joe's show tomorrow? Yeah, and this is the hard thing, because that, that's why Joe was like, hey, I'll see you tomorrow. Like, I'm going to go on uh, Joe's show. And I'm I'm like sweating bullets because I'm like if the verdict comes in and I'm on his show and we're doing like this not so I'm we're we're here in this in the mobile studio I've got news I got the I got the the, the verdict the, the trial playing in real time I'm sitting here doing my work because I'm like wired into the matrix. You got to dance with who brung you? You're gonna do his show? Oh no, of course, of course. I'm just saying it's I'll be on his expression. show, constantly wondering like. What if it like I'm gonna I'm gonna walk phone? out of the <laughs> cave and look at the sun <laughs> and see my phone? Well, and you're like, taping tomorrow at like <laughs> noon. Yeah. I will. I swear to God, I'll text you. The verdict comes in. All right. Well, he'll <laughs> Wait, why is that? I like the idea that only Alex will have this information. <laughs> like somehow you won't be able to learn no, otherwise. No, 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 no. I, I, I'm his friend. Yeah. And I'm going to be watching live covering it, and and then I will text him if it happens. Uh, okay. He that way he can focus on Joe. I'm on air focusing. I will let him know. See, let's let's, let's, let's teamwork, let's, Malice. Let's take right. something you anarchists don't get. We, anarchists I'm understand. a communist. Malice tongue, baby. Anarchists understand being Lenin, Stalin, being independent, Pol Pot, and finding information on their own. Let's. Uh, we'll take this question. This is a good oh one because it's based on what we're saying. Um, Mad is that? Was it Mad Anthony? Mad Anthony says, Tim, what do you feel? What do you feel about the judge in the Rittenhouse case overturning the jury if they find him guilty? And uh, uh, yeah, we'll put we'll leave it there. Um, <laughs> Yes, I agree with that. I think that there should already be a mistrial with prejudice. Oh, yeah. Because the state committed a grave constitutional violation. The judge even called out, but the judge is worried. Questioning about his Fifth Amendment is wrong. Yes. 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 And on the stand in front of the jury. Yep. And, and that wasn't the only thing. He admitted evidence it, to the jury that wasn't supposed to be admitted. And he asked witnesses to lie. That, that's done. And he admitted CGI evidence. At this point, I feel like. The left is like, the judge is biased and he needs to be disbarred or whatever it is, removed from the... And I'm like, yeah, he's biased for them. And they don't even realize it because they're so insanely biased. Mm-hmm. The judge has done a fairly good job across the board dismissing the gun charges. I wish right all move. judges were like that guy. He, uh, can I say, I had Robert Barnes again. He's on my show, You're Welcome, yeah. this week. And we had an hour of him breaking down the case and, and it, he really went to detail because I hadn't been following the case and he really educated me. It was fascinating. 
One of the most resetwars.com. It's resetwars.com. Resetwars.com. What's the name my, of the kid who sued CNN and Nicholas all Sandman. Nicholas Sandman. Sandman? I hope that no, he's he not becomes a, the next. I asked Robert too. about that, and it's very, very hard to prove damages because if your damages are a trial, it's not the same as like I lost a job or I got defamed. So it's that's actually they, not they, a likely. Well, uh, unless likely you're Alex Jones, then you get a default. Judgment. They would have to prove malice. Like uh, malicious prosecution. Oh, president calling him a white supremacist. In it's order, so up. in order to, to prove malice, the yeah. state is allowed <laughs> to prosecute you in good faith, and they they owe you nothing if you are found yep. not guilty. But if it's malicious prosecution, which this may be, then you can sue. That's almost never found, though. It's right, almost it's impossible. A, right. Well, this is definitely malicious prosecution because you have all the videos and they exactly. knew and they tried to misrepresent. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's uh, we'll 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 do a couple more. Uh, Satchel, Giz, uh, Satchel Gizmo says, "Luke can get this one." In an anarcho-capitalist society, how do you prevent corporations from monopolizing military power and creating a pseudo-government? Good question. That's Look, a very I want to I wanna give it to you. I think you're. Uh, they have no answer. <laughs> Market, markets do not tend toward monopoly. Number one. Uh, number True. two is there's no. Di- Look at NATO. There's no reason. But militaries do. What? You can argue and say markets don't, but militaries take over markets. And like the cartels, not monopolies? Sure. The, the point being... The cartels are governments. Exactly. Right. That's another... Okay, well, how do the Mexican I, drug You're arguing cartel- semantics. The point being that it, the, every... What are presented as the strongest a- arguments against anarchism are inevitably descriptions of status quo, right? So if your concern is that well, we have what we have now, then it's a wash. My point being, when you have decentralization and you have com- competition, especially in the military context, you would have these roaming coalitions where sometimes you'd have the NATO thing, sometimes you have like the Iraq War, and so on and so forth. There's no reason yeah. for it to be systematized into a monopoly because monopolies are inherently inefficient yeah. and, and over- a function of yeah. government. And overall, there will be less harm when things are more decentralized rather than no, centralized I agree with, with thermonuclear missiles that are literally above our heads and satellites waiting to come down any but moment when a politician think, loses Luke, his brain it, as he's a... carrying a nuclear football everywhere he goes. That, to me, is dangerous. Did you say nuclear? Nuclear uh, football. Okay. Oh, yeah. Michael, Listen, you need I to hang agree on with you. a little bit. Yeah. I agree with I, you, yeah. but, but, but the thing is, it's not how do you decentralize things without giving the decentralizers power? <laughs> yeah, right, like what random... What, <laughs> you, what language are you speaking? Well, like random dude and his nine buddies will have a nuclear warhead at that point. The, the and that will be like 700,000 power, it reconvalesces. It, that's how that's, power that's works. The, no, that's the progressive idea of economics. Power only becomes centralized as a function of government. Look at the music industry. Look at literature. Look at podcasts and the news. Markets tend towards competition and choice as oh, opposed agree, to one... I thought you made a good point about militaries tending towards monopolies because that's that's what stops me from anarchy all the way. I'm like a minarchist, I guess. We've I've got some bad news. The bad news is actually good news. I'm you mentioned I'm going on Joe's show tomorrow, and that means in order to get my work done, I got to wake up at five Mm -hmm. a.m. So I want to I want to I want to unleash the members only show and be able to just go off the rails. So my friends, all of all of you who are listening. Go to TimCast.com, become a member. This is our insulated, protective sphere of warmth where we can say literally whatever we want and swear all day and, and night. And you've given them a badass show with Joe Rogan and this great crew. This is, mm-hmm. you got well, Drew so Hernandez Alex here, Jones, ladies and Luke gentlemen. Luke Radowski, 
You got the communist leader, uh, Michael Malice. It shows. The show is not over. That's right. What we what we do every every night is after the main show live, and there and and let's be real. Like we got we we do we are careful about you know sometimes what you YouTube allows. Reset wars. But you go to go to timcast.com, <laughs> become a member, and we're going to have a members only segment of this very show where we're going to continue the show on our website. And Michael Malice is going to strip tease. And yes, yes, I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so uh, it'll be I like that so. Patrick Swayze uh, Saturday Live sketch with Chip and Dale and Chris Carlin. I Harley. want you to give me a powerful slug on air when we come back. Okay. Or we're going to have. I, 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 I'm not only. a strong person. Awesome. What well, you are? We're going shooting Saturday. <laughs> okay, you're going right. Saturday. Me and sure. Tim Pool. Awesome. I, I just heard about. I think Joe time. may come. We're going shooting Saturday. I'm going to have barbecue out at my ranch. Am I going to be hunted that for sport? Awesome. No. 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 Is very safe? <laughs> it is a safe environment. It is, yes. yeah. Have you ever shot before? There's yeah. security. There's security on this. Okay. Okay. No, no, I've shot smell blood, Malice. What? We smell blood. Yes, on my nose. Because <laughs> I got <laughs> misgendered that dog. Uh, <laughs> all right, everybody. <laughs> Go to TimCast.com, become a member, and help support us. Um, uh, smash the like button. Subscribe to this channel. Share the show if you really like it. You guys did. Thank you so much for, uh, for an amazing show. Thanks so much for tuning in. You can follow do it again. Tell them how to tell them how to subscribe. Timcast.com. Become a member. It's very, very easy. And then we have we have a huge library of mm-hmm. members only shows where we just we talk crazy. It's crazy talk. There's yeah. like a two hour show where Luke massages me with oil. Oh, that's a that's not true. That's false That's fake news. Disinformation. Flagrant false advertising. All right. Are we going around? Yes, we are. But hold on. Follow the show at Timcast IRL everywhere. We have clips on Instagram. You can follow me at Timcast on Instagram or wherever. Follow us at resetwars.com. Biggest thing I've done yet. It launches in three weeks in the middle of December. ResetWars.com. It's next level. We got the MK Ultra document. What's the website? ResetWars.com. What is it? All right, all right. Yeah. I gotta Blair, go around. Blair. I gotta be up at five a.m. Come on, Tim. Tim, that sounds like a you problem. Blair, how do, how, how do we will, find you? Blair? I will press end. Yeah, no. Blair. Wait, hold on, hold on. Blair, Blair. Outros, outros. Blair, how do we find you? Outros. Um, Blair White on YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search the name. You can watch me and Michael's new collab on my channel. It's really, really funny. And yeah, just search me I'm on everything. And freeworldnews.tv. Come on, Alex. Let it. <laughs> I, yeah. Alex, watch yourself. I think Reset Wars is great branding. Nice yeah, work. Yeah, Alex is uh, coming on my channel. IanCrossland.net. Pass the buck. Drew. Yeah. That's Follow me on uh, on Twitter, Drew H Live. Go to my website, drewhlive.com. That's how you can support me. Start oiling yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. Coconut oil. If you want to know more about the shirt that I'm wearing and how Epstein and Christmas lights are connected, you can find out by going to thebestpoliticalshirts.com and supporting me there. And I also have lukeuncensored.com where I just launched all my apocalypse survival training videos all of it exclusively for members lukeuncensored.com i hope to see some of you guys lukeuncensored.com that's right and yeah. thank you guys all very much for tuning in. Oh, let me throw it to Michael before you. Before I you go. did a great job. Oh, <laughs> let's get ready to rumble. Can we end on the war war cry? Uh, on, Malice and let, then Malice Lydia Malice doing war cry. Do it. Ah! 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 Reset wars. Yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa! Let Michael promote yes, his book. Yes, he has oh, to do his yeah. thing. I'm very, very excited. Yes. Anarchisthandbook.com. Yes. The audiobook has finally gotten to a distributor. Tim did Amazing. one of the chapters for the audiobook, so that's going to be an anarchist. That is a sexy book. Yeah. Thank you. So you get it at anarchisthandbook.com. The book's going to be anarchistaudiobook.com, and you can follow me on Michael Malice, and you could smash my subscribe button at youtube.com slash Michael Malice Official, where I also take By the way, you need to return my call to come on my show and promote that. 
That's L- not true. Lydia. Come on, Lydia. Thank you guys very Thanks, much for Lydia. tuning in for this super awesome in Austin show and with Joe Rogan. You guys can follow me on Twitter at, at Sarah Patch Lids. We will uh, do you see, have more followers than Sarah Patch Kids now? Yes. <laughs> we will see all of you at TimCast.com in a members only segment with this very show, and we're gonna just open the floodgates. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out, and we'll see you there. Everyone, right. war cry right now. Ready? Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.